0: Good morning, and welcome to Token Minority Report on Unsafe Space. I am your minority, Beverly J. Clark, and today is Thursday, August 18th, 2022. And I accidentally set the stream for an hour later than I was supposed to. So, uh, <laughs> had some technical difficulties, but apparently not nearly as bad as Carter had last night on Dangerous Thoughts. So, I need to watch that. But that sounded hilarious. Not here with me tonight is the great and powerful Alex Maselli, though she might actually be able to join later. However, oh, she had a work meeting because she's too good for us. Uh, It's a likely story. However, I have a guest host here tonight, the mysterious and dulcet-voiced Lord Coley. So welcome to the show, Coley. Hello. How's it going? I mean, I know. I know. I know. (laughs) uh, (laughs) it's dead damn it dead yeah uh i'm not the only one with technical difficulties coley has also had some computer problems today but uh we both made it here uh we're here (laughs) um yeah if anyone has any what do you need spare hard drives graphic cards just a new computer just send you send you a new
1: computer i mean i wouldn't complain too much except it doesn't solve my files issue
0: i know yes <laughs> uh
1: yeah i can't help you there outside of yeah getting your
0: windows thing to start when you get the other hard drive so um anyway i guess would you for those that don't know you at all like i said you're mysterious do you have anything that you'd like to say about yourself if not, you don't have to either. I have just a a the
1: Internet, just some schmuck that hangs around digital spaces.
0: Yep, and that's who I brought on here. Just some schmuck. Just some <laughs> schmuck. That's a hard. That's a tongue twister. There, just some. Just some schmuck. Just some schmuck. A little bit. Schmuck. schmuck. I can't even do it three times. Um. So tonight we are going to talk about uh, what was it? There's the Dungeons and Dragons movie that you sent me the trailer of, and I'm pretty yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, so we'll go ahead and play that because I'm we'll get demonetized uh, or maybe it'll be blocked worldwide. Um, we'll see, <laughs> but yeah, either way. Um, hello, Eloise. The shekels, yeah, you know me too. Um. So we have the d d thing. I wanted to talk about uh, Spy Family. that I wanted, It's a relatively new anime. And I've seen five episodes of it. Uh-oh. Just lost Coley. And uh, what was the other thing? Riverdale Season 6. Because I've been watching that. Hopefully Coley comes back. I don't know. Oh, she might have accidentally exited the window. Because that happens too, and you disappear. Well, while she is... Uh, we're going to attempt to return, I assume. I'm going to share. Uh, oh, here she is here. Did you, is everything OK?
1: Uh, I think so. It just closed out the window. It's mm-hmm. so yep. it just out, so.
0: Sometimes when you like back up, like I'll accidentally back up off the screen. I think we've all done that where it's just like, <laughs> oh, I'm no longer in StreamYard.
1: <laughs> Either way, uh, it's fine. I'm
0: fine. I'm here. Everyone's here. Uh, it was a great great way to start this off well i was just saying that until the return i was gonna share some pictures because my two geese well, two of my three geese rather they had uh mated and Tui, the girl goose has been sitting on four eggs only one seemed to be um well, only one seemed to be viable and it finally and it, you could hear it chirping through the egg shell which was super cute and let's share this and the eggs are dirty, but you know, that happens. But you can even see, I won't play the video of it, but unless it, let me see, maybe it can, maybe it will let me. But um, You can see it's little,
1: it's little bill.
0: I think she flips it over and then it chirps i'm envious i wish i had little bills oh there it is yeah chirping in the egg (laughs) but uh and then it finally hatched like super early in the morning and i just came out this is the picture that i came out to when i walked out in the morning uh oh it's a video (laughs) and just saw its little body (laughs) but uh there's that. And then it's just the cutest thing ever. I love it so much. And I'm not sure what we're naming it yet because I'm thinking because I have, they're both named Lemon Grab because um, after the Adventure Time cartoon, so you have Lemon Grab uh, and Lemon Grab 2, who we call Tui. And then we have Lemon Hope already, who's the third goose. And she's, I just call her the crazy aunt now because no one wants her around and she's kind of psycho sometimes. Uh, she's weird. So but then I was thinking like for the the baby. I'm going to call it Lemon Baby, Baby Grab, Lemon Junior. If we're going to go with the Adventure Time theme, we can still use Choose Goose,
1: which is a character, so I'm not sure yet. I think there's also yet another Lemon Grab that's mentioned more briefly than Lemon Hope. Is there? Which one is that? Uh, I was reminded of it on a video I was watching, a retrospective on Adventure Time that was talking about when when Lemon Grab's kingdom got split, his other half, like the one that was supposed to balance things out, I think he got skinnier or something, and then the original Lemon Grab got like really fat, and then that's mm-hmm. where Lemon Hope comes in. There was like a, I don't remember what his name was. It was Lemon Something.
0: There's another. Okay, so it was Lemon Grab and then Lemon Grab. I don't remember which one's which who split and which got larger but whew, okay it's been a while since I've watched the show I'll have to look up the different lemons that there are <laughs> but that's what I kind of regret I'm like lemon hope might have been more fitting for this baby now because that was the one we're like oh these two had like their but yeah um, it's too late so <laughs> we already have the other one she's nuts um and uh, hello, Johnny Boy Quickdraw And Aloise <laughs> says, oh, God, not Riverdale. That's a dumpster fire and a half. Nothing like the comics. <laughs> oh, which comics are you talking about? The Riverdale comics or, or the Archie comics? And I'll say it's definitely a guilty pleasure show that I watch because it's so overly dramatic and cheesy. But uh, it, this season six has been, like, weird and fun so far, though. Um, but, yeah, so there's... Uh, We'll get into that, but uh, so I had the geese things. What else did I want to mention before we get into it? Um, oh, uh, I don't know if I'd mentioned it to you, Coley, but I've mentioned it to Alex and on the show before. I have a, I technically had now a prison pen pal in Texas, whom I believe was wrongfully convicted of his crime, and uh, so it's been like uh, on and off for the last couple of years of like writing letters and he recently got paroled and was supposed to get out at the end of july but it was a little bit later and he actually called me a few days ago and i got to talk to him on the phone like he's out and back in ohio with his family he was talking about like huh. you know, his wife and his grandchildren his kids and his grandchildren you know people that he's been in prison for 20 years out of 40. and it oh. wasn't even murder it was an aggravated robbery or something so like the the shop owner got got hurt Um, but the whole thing is kind of crazy and it's likely that he was not the criminal who did it but it was just there's a lot more to it but it was just ridiculous how you know 40 years for not murder and there are murderers who get like 20 years or less yeah um Arturo welcome uh says call your new goose dusty or golden golden in hopes they lay a golden egg (laughs) oh yeah Wait, then why Dusty? What's Dusty Goose? Is that a thing?
1: I don't know. Myself, so.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Aloise, I'm, I'm uncertain of your
1: reference. Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah. I know oh. go off the top of my head that Dusty Dusty's Dusty Venture from Venture Brothers.
0: Oh, I've never really got into that. I feel like that's, I mean, I think my boyfriend has talked about that a lot, but it's, uh, Aloise says it's nothing like the Archie comics. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely aware of that. There are Riverdale comics and it's, they definitely take it into like a darker version of Archie comics. So it's, but if you're like, I I never was into those. And if you're like a fan of that, then you probably won't like the show or the new comics of it. But the season six gets like really meta, which I love. Um, First. Yeah. Yeah. Should I just start with Riverdale first and then we can, Talk later, I guess because I'm already talking about it. Might as well. Um, right. So Riverdale, as Aloise is pointing out, it's from the Archie comics, for those of you who have never seen it, which I assume is most everyone because I think it's just me. I think I'm the only one who watches the show. Um, it has Archie and Betty and Veronica and Jughead, and uh, it's in the same universe as the Chilling Tales of, what was the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, so mm-hmm. the new Sabrina Spellman TV series, uh, which you have watched <laughs> all of,
1: right? fan fiction.
0: What about fan fiction?
1: The the Sabrina, etc. Title they gave it. <laughs> yeah. It's a qualified fan fiction. It's yeah. it's like somebody is like, "I'm Sabrina." I, I identify with this character so strongly. I'm Sabrina, and this is my story. And then they wrote it down and put it on TV.
0: Uh Yeah. I I wanted to like. Well, I could start with Sabrina, since I watched that one first. I think I wanted to like it more. And like there were parts that were enjoyable, but it definitely got woke. Like it had the one character. Oh, for sure. Who it- was trans. It had a very feminist feel. Like it. It, which I don't, I don't generally care, but it was just I was. I think Alex and I were talking about this last week. It's about how preachy shows or movies get mm-hmm. about it, because it's like if you have a trans character, okay, like whatever, or a gay character, but it was like, what's the purpose of it? Are you doing it just to virtue signal and say that it's an important thing, or um, is it actually relevant to the character? And they, I think the 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 person who acts for the character of the trans one is a what is a gender it's a they go by they them um Uh. but i think in the in the show it's it's a girl who turns who who chances transitions to a guy uh yeah yeah, it's been a while since I've watched that show too. Actually, I've tried to block out the whole thing because, spoiler alert, the end of the series was, was so terrible. It is one of my least favorite endings of a TV <laughs> series ever. I hated it so much. I thought it was so stupid. It was because Sabrina, again,
1: spoiler alert, dies. And it's not. Yeah, even a and cool day. I can't even remember it. I know I watched it. Yes. I know that I watched it because I remember having this thought of, like, well, she's not really dead because the whole rest of the series she's not really dead so they can't just end it with her being really dead it's like you mean you avoided all of those absurd level death avoidances like you and this is what you die on this yeah. is the, you, you finally gain, you're like fine plot you can have me
0: right and that's how I I I always related to Supernatural um the ending for that because I thought that was pretty stupid too like I kind of there are parts (laughs) that I liked but did you do you watch did you watch or know of the ending I didn't
1: watch it all the way to the end but I do know of the ending because it was around social media like crazy (sighs) everybody like, woo, they did the thing, they're a couple. And then a whole other wave of people was like, actually, he never accepted the guy's feelings, so Wait. not really.
0: <laughs> what couple? Are we talking about the same show? What couple? Supernatural?
1: Yeah. Which couple? Well, I mean, I didn't watch it myself, but they a lot of fans shipped the, that is to say, paired up um one of the brothers with i think it was dean with when you- the angel guy oh, Castiel. yeah when yeah,
0: they- yeah i don't remember them coupling up well that's because the audience shipped them oh but it didn't happen in in the show no it never okay.
1: was confirmed the show and then in the last the last episode i guess uh, definitely spoilers um the last episode I guess castiel sacrificed himself and as he was laying there dying he confessed his feelings to dean I think it's dean and oh. then dean was all like that's great buddy
0: <laughs> oh i see i don't remember like wh- however it came across it definitely wasn't like
1: it was i'm just going like, off of what i saw on social right, media right
0: what they said so that's why I just don't know like I- it was subtle enough that like i think people could interpret it different ways cuz i definitely didn't see it as like a romantic thing when that happened um
1: so that's why i was like it was really confusing. shippers were yeah over the thing
0: yeah so they might they okay and that was the part I, and maybe i just didn't like maybe i blocked that out because i didn't care cuz again uh, spoiler alert my problem was that dean died so they Killed mm. I mean, Castiel did too, but like he was already an angel, and then um, and then he they they don't you don't see him at the end, but they do say like Castiel's kind of like helping out and being in, you know helping heaven and kind of taking the lead on some stuff. Um, but Dean dies, and in just like the lamest way, like they circle back to like episode mm. one where they had like the vampire nest, and they brought back like the one girl that they were trying to save or something who turned into a vampire or whatever it was, and then Dean gets. Uh, hit uh, he gets uh, pushed up against a, a beam or something and um, and dies by a rebar in his chest. Uh- Ah, uh. and the lamest. Like, and then like Sam goes on to live a life, has a family, blah blah blah. Like, what you could have at least done. Same thing with Sabrina is have it be a cool death of him, like <laughs> sacrificing himself by trying to save like his brother or his brother's family. Like, let let it be years later where Sam already has a family, and then Dean sacrifices himself by like saving them. Make it like mean something instead of like here's this t- like sucky death. Like you've died way cooler in the past because they die and come back but here's the one where it sticks and you, and it was just such a lame death. So same for Sabrina. She's lying there as they're bleeding her out to do a spell. And then she dies. She's just like saying goodbye to everyone. Like in her just out loud mumbling and then dies. And then they have like the uh, funeral and then it ends, um, which is annoying because they also have the graveyard where they bury spellmen's and bring them back to life. Like,
1: yeah. Why? There was a point in the series where they said that the more you use it, that the more likely it is to fail.
0: Right, but they, it doesn't even seem like they tried. Like when she died, no, they had no, very I, much a permanence reaction.
1: No, that doesn't make sense because I thought that Sabrina had barely been buried in that graveyard. So she should have been good. She should have yeah. been. Yeah, it
0: was but then I'll get into that with Riverdale but first let me jump back to chats um Eloise says about dusty goose mentioned I mentioned that the eggs are dusty oh I was saying that they were dirty because they're green like you could see like green poop stuff but I get what you mean now um she's asking if there is a, an older version of Sabrina Williams I don't know uh maybe I don't know all the old versions hello Anonymous. Moose Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, the originals from 1996. Yeah, her, but her name was Sabrina Spellman. Sorry, I, I knew that. I love that sitcom. Um, I, mm. Yeah, I watched all of that. And JP does not like shipping. I have done my fair share of shipping back in the day. Uh, Louisa Supernatural, I remember that So they pulled a Legend of Korra. Yeah, uh, basically,
1: they basically did.
0: Uh, it, I don't
1: think there was a kiss. Oh, oh! At the end, like because
0: uh, Cora, they they held hands as they were like going up into the thing, which I was I was okay
1: I with that. Too. Maybe they did just hold hands.
0: I there was a fan made thing that that added a kiss at the end, which when I watched it, I thought was gonna was real, and so I kept waiting for uh, it, and when it never happened, but it was a fan made video. Okay. Um, JB and Doctor Who fans shipped the Doctor and Yaz, which then made it into the show. Who I don't remember who Yaz is. Which Doctor was that? Rib Rascal. Yes, it is. But I confess to shipping Fred and Daphne for Scooby Doo as a kid. Well, they were already well, I don't remember now. Like the like they, I think they kind of hinted toward they're always hinting toward a relationship between those two anyway. So that was a fair shipping. I um, mean,
1: how else would it be that Scooby and Velma found all the clues? The big joke <laughs> was that Daphne and Fred were just somewhere in the bushes. Like, you yeah. guys handle the mystery. We're going <laughs> to...
0: Shaggy's eating. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's I really love... I was just talking the other night about... I think during d d we were talking... and brought up Scooby-Doo. And I it took me a long time. It wasn't until like more recent years when I realized how much I love Scooby-Doo. Like, it's always just been around. Like, I've always enjoyed it. But I never really thought about, like, yeah, I love this... Uh, I don't even know what to like—not just show, but like the whole universe of Scooby Doo. Like I've always watched since I was like five. I remember watching it. Um, there are so you- many generations of it, though. Yeah, I'm well, on my favorite. In- Sorry, i are definitely going on a ta- tangent. We'll get back to <laughs> Riverdale in a bit. But um, one of my favorite incarnations of Scooby-Doo is Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. It came out like a decade or so ago. Uh, it's only two seasons long, but it had a an overarching theme uh, and yeah, the overarching storyline. I mean, and it uh, I was just really well done. Like it was it was funny and, and witty and kind of meta sometimes. And, um, and the only thing I didn't like was sort of velma mostly because they had a they put velma and shaggy together for a while and i was just like i'm not having this like (laughs) the way they made velma was just like this i'm not like annoying i don't know like overly neat clingy and like i don't know she she was like oh yeah like it's your first you're a girl and your first relationship and she so she just didn't handle it well but it's like i get that maybe you're supposed to dislike it but i really disliked it um rib rascal plot twist it turned out i was actually more interested in fred uh jb you don't remember because it's new who probably didn't watch it and it's forgettable oh yeah i stopped during 12th doctor i think at the beginning of 12th doctors when i i just kind of fell out of interest um is it really shipping if you're making it a three-way with you in the middle <laughs> This is jb to rib <laughs> um but Anyway, this backtracking, Scooby Doo, Sabrina. Oh, Supernatural ending was terrible. Again, it was so upsetting. I did like that they changed heaven, um, but the makeup that they did on Sam's face was also <laughs> to make him an old person was really, really bad. And Supernatural back to Sabrina. They bled her out. She died. That was stupid. However, she makes a cameo appearance in Riverdale Season 6 finally um oh what does it say johnny boy quickjaw says there's a youtube channel called mystery incorporated they crowdfunded a series and have done i think a pilot so far it's cheesy but but fun i assume <laughs> i did not know about that okay i'm definitely going to look into that aloe says is that scooby-doo before or after the episode with the song earth wind fire and air is that scooby-doo the incarnation or is- I think that that sounds like one because that's from the Hex Girls. Um so that might be from from that series. I don't know. Is Riverdale the Archie comic? asks George. Um co- it's based off of the Archie comics. It's uh it's a spin it's and it's completely based on the you Archie. Script. You've got the characters, you have like kind of this sort of sort of the characters and then but it's a lot more dramatic. And what I like about again, it's a guilty pleasure show. But what I like is that each season kind of has a sort of a different like subgenre. Like, but it's mystery and horror. Um, but they and they hint toward like, is it going to be supernatural for some of the things? And it always ends up not being it. And they never. And I think Riverdale and Sabrina were supposed to be in the same universe, but they never actually crossed over. Like they'd reference like one town to the other, and they finally mm-hmm. did a crossover. In season six but it's in an alternate universe like season six is just they went like crazy with it and i think there's because they got super meta especially for the 100th episode and it was just like really i don't uh convoluted and i was loving it though because i thought it was amazing they uh there's so much to that to season six, they they so it's immediately like weird culty stuff. They they throw in magic, so and it's an alternate universe called River Vale. And even oh. this episode one is called Welcome to River Vale, which I was like, oh, like the pod podcast on YouTube called Welcome to Night Vale, and they have Jughead as a narrator. Did you say something?
1: I just was like, oh yeah, uh, the. Whatever you just ah, you just said it. What's my what is short term memory? Um, <laughs> the YouTube thing you mentioned.
0: Oh, welcome to Night Vale.
1: Night Vale. Yeah, which okay. I
0: never really. I think I listened to like part of an episode. My my one friend, she like really loved it, and it kind of makes me want to go back and listen to it all. But I know it was. I've really tried popular. to get
1: through it, um, but it's so meandering. It's hard for me to even. Oh really? Figure out. What's going on? Well, because it's a mock broadcast. Mm-hmm. So it's like this guy sitting there telling you the news. But imagine he's telling you the news for a town that's much like the middle of nowhere from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, watch out for this cloud. People have been disappearing. Just stay away from the cloud. And um, and it just it, he just goes from thing to thing. And it's interesting, I just found myself, like, tuning it into the background so I could not remember what was going on at all.
0: I forgot, I knew that the cloud, so again, having barely any knowledge on it, I remembered a cloud, I thought that, I thought my friend, and she's my roommate for 10 too, but like, I thought she said that the cloud was the mayor. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what's going oh. on. I don't know what that means. But but I also, it's interesting that you said that people are disappearing with the cloud because that reminds me of the movie. Nope, maybe they just stole that concept <laughs> very loosely from from uh, Night Vale. But hmm. anyway, with Riverdale, alternate reality called River Vale, Jughead is narrating it. It starts off, Again, this is full spoilers. I've only seen the first five episodes, though, so I'm not spoiling the entire season, but I'm going to spoil the first five episodes. They end up being like Cheryl's does some weird cult stuff at the end where everyone, like who starts off normally, ends up agreeing and uh, they all sacrifice Archie and kill him. And he is dead for the next three or four episodes. And, and they're just like, well, and they kind of like go back to normal of Rivervale and as if. Archie just kind of, they don't don't even really talk, they talk a little bit about him, but just kind of like, yeah, Archie died. Oh, well, where the entire (laughs) town, like, sacrificed him. And then there's uh, witchcraft and other magic, and there's a devil episode. So, like, Jughead is just, like, narrating each other, and other characters die, too. The one character, Tony, she, like, she becomes, she takes over for some, like, weird water mother monster Um, so it's just like really, really weird stuff. It it seems like each episode is kind of like, here's this like creepy tales kind of thing. Um, where they, and which is probably what they were going with too. It's like, here's the devil episode. And they talk about that and Reggie, the one character, Reggie die, or a couple characters die. So it was like, they were killing off everyone. And then season five is the hundredth episode, which they, they bring back like every character from the previous seasons, like, or at least like in season one um who died and they're all still alive in River Vale and they just talk about like Jughead awakens and he knows that there are two universes and then they're like colliding because there's another Jughead who's dead and you find out that it's the narrator of the previous episodes who's dead. And like it just gets so meta because this drughead like <laughs> finds comics of Riverdale that exist in real life. Like they have the Riverdale comics and the River Vale comics. And he's talking about how like issues ninety-five onward have River Vale. And so it's just like this weird meta thing. They even reference in season one, uh, the, the character Reggie is played by one actor, and then either in season one or season two, um, they they change him. So there are two different actors. And when they're looking at the comics, the current Reggie is like, How come I look different? And they <laughs> ask, What? Like, yeah, I mean, like, look, look at and he holds holds up the two comics, like both devastatingly handsome, but different. And so they're like, oh, I don't know. Just, so they just kind of ignore it <laughs> until the season one Reggie actor shows up. They bring him onto the show and oh. both just exist. <laughs> And I, but and they're both just Reggie and Veronica, who's dating Reggie at the time. It's just kind of like you guys, because they're like jealous of each other. I'm like you guys need to work this out. You need to learn to coexist together. Like she's taking it really chill somehow, and just kind of like yeah, well this is happening, and you guys need to deal with it. <laughs> so the whole thing is just so crazy, and I think they're just like yeah, let's do whatever we want with this show. <laughs> um. But sounds that's a, pretty crazy yeah and i that's as far as i've gotten so far where they're just like trying to like oh both universes are going to destroy uh, get destroyed so they have to they like, can only save the one and like it even gets more complex too where like jughead the narrator comes back to life archie is alive too and gonna marry betty and archie is the other archie is the one who strangled the Jughead narrator and has been killing other people too because he's kind of crazy and he's like no one stays dead in this universe so you know like it's okay to kill them because they're going to come back because he wants his dad (laughs) to come back to life because his dad died but the actor who played his dad died um so that's like they they killed off the character because the actor died um but it was just like like okay so you're Like he somehow knew about the universes and everything and it was just so weird but in the uh and at the end so Jughead narrator comes back and like the main Jughead has to like be isolated forever he tells him like you can just write the story to continue this universe forever so he like becomes the god essentially he's locked away in this build a house or room or whatever forever to continue writing to keep uh, uh, to keep rivervale alive and like, i don't know what's going on but i'm glad that we're going back to riverdale now because i think I, but, and uh, i don't know it's uh it was just a lot five episodes and a lot <laughs> of convoluted stuff is happening yeah um GB says, shipping. When fans create romantic relationships that don't actually exist in the story, it's like adding smoked smelt to a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, hence cringe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why I don't super consider Fred and Daphne as shipping because they already were
1: hinting toward it. Um, shipping is whether or not there's an actual real relationship. Ship just means this is the ship you're boarding, these are the characters you like together. It can yeah, be canon okay. and uncannon. Yeah, that's it, fair. Yeah, I'm trying to remember both The uncannon sounds like the thing that's more cringe under that statement. Hmm.
0: Yeah, shipping. I, I feel like you don't need to ship when it's already happening. So maybe that's where I'm thinking about it. Because I don't think I usually like. Oh, if they're already dating, then I don't need to ship them. So I've always kind of considered it. Well,
1: since you're enough. also got all of the fan people who are shipping uncanon characters, there's a distinction between shipping canon and shipping uncanon.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, this gets really complex, too. Um, Fandoms! Um, <laughs> yeah. Eloise, there's a Scooby-Doo comic set in a post apocalyptic world and imagine including includes that. Holy crap, is there? I want that. That sounds amazing. Um. Yeah, I I stopped after Mystery Incorporated. The Be Cool Scooby Doo. I hate it. the the art design. Reminded me of Family Guy. I hated the eyes, and it just mm. I couldn't get past it. And I never never watched anything from that onward. Eloise uh, says it's a recent comic, and there's also one where it's crossing over with the DC universe. Oh well, I'm not surprised with that because Scooby Doo had Batman and Robin in the 70s cartoon well
1: they had a lot of guests the Globe
0: Trotters, sunny and shane yeah. um the globetrotters were on a lot are they oh man i remember at least one episode but it's been so
1: yeah they they were regulars definitely jb's like
0: super mutants run <laughs> um bye red rascal have a good night uh Alois just searched it up scooby-doo crossover with dc was scooby-doo and batman crossover came out in 2018 okay yeah see batman's already friends with them so i have always loved the adam west version of batman that's the only one i ever really got into actually i don't think i've seen like any other batmans now that i think about it yeah because i'm not really into dc like i do watch marvel movies but um it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, surpass Adam West. Um, Johnny Boy Chinkies. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anything else in, uh, with Riverdale. I know you've only watched like a first few episodes or something, right, Cole? Uh, I
1: think it was the first season. Might have oh, been okay. a little bit the second. Didn't retain it too well. All I know is I was upset with jughead not being obsessed with food enough oh
0: yeah that was like one thing that i vaguely knew about you know as the archie comic characters they definitely yeah they definitely loosely based stephan on on, yeah they just kind of took the names and like the looks a little bit and um
1: i mean the archie comics i got to see uh didn't even tip me off to the supernatural nature of the world apparently there was actual stuff happening in that comic but all i ever saw were short little clips of uh archie having lady problems
0: were there uh archie having lady problems Whoops. um i don't remember Betty And
1: what's her name veronica yeah uh, oh le-
0: oh see i was thinking lady problems like a lady having problems
1: oh yeah no so like
0: oh what why would he be sorry
1: it was i said so supernatural <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So i already know i was like how recent is this is this like a woke thing now that they're like oh archie's got trained, so now he's a woman and having lady problems so yeah because you know, we all, all
1: know that how that works yeah
0: the uh but yeah he does have the whole triangle thing going on love triangle yeah um but yeah yeah Raphael says the Archie comics are pretty clean no dark so that's what like very loosely based in that like here's a dark version of Archie's world where a lot of drama a lot of cheesiness a lot of cheese um because even so seasons five and six five is actually probably the lamest one because like nothing really there wasn't really like a mystery it was just this six seven years later after season four where they like, they meet back up together So they hadn't seen each other in a long time but so they're no longer high schoolers but even when they were in high school it was like what is happening they're all starting like businesses and like having like a, a speakeasy underneath the chocolate shop they're doing like it just seemed like a lot of stuff going on for high school students like how are you doing that you're having to fight serial killers solve mysteries run your own businesses and just graduate from high school. So it was so uh, unrealistic, I'd say.
1: I mean, there's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's kind of the deal there.
0: Well, I mean, Buffy didn't really do, I mean, she didn't have like businesses and stuff. And they even show that she kind of struggled. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, like that was, they had fun with that show too, but at least it was like, I'm fine with high schoolers doing things like I love, you know, a lot of anime is high school stuff and just, I love <laughs> high school storylines and things, but, but it was just like, a they did a lot of adult, like, th- things though too, where it was just like, how come there are no parents around ever? Like the, the kids, the teens are all like sleeping over in each other's beds and stuff. Cause they're, you know, sleeping together. Um, and then, like, oh, like we can go sh- take a shower together. And so, too, I'm like, where are your parents ever? They're sometimes they're only there when they need like some sort of actual like drama because sometimes the parents are bad guys and things. So, but it was just like, this is a, a, a Veronica's gonna go start another business. So, it was very unrealistic <laughs> in that, at least sure. as far as my high school experiences go, like, I don't think anyone. Started their own speakeasies <laughs> underground. Um, That's a oh. stretch. Yes, yeah. JB says that Google defi- defi- oh, definition of shipping slang is when fans want a relationship. You wouldn't say, I want ice cream when you have it already. QVD shipping. I that you're just uh, Google on that. I know, yeah. Why are you using Google? Hmm. Ah, Yeah. I, I i'm sure there are a lot of definitions and stuff too with it eloise says it sounds like riverdale is trying to be gossip girl <laughs> never watched gossip girl but why would i need to and i have riverdale so um but yeah the little i know of of gossip girl i would agree with you there that it's again guilty pleasure type of show very cheesy very dream. but i what i think i really liked about it early on was that it had mystery like i love love Scooby-Doo. I love mysteries. So I I like that. It kind of had the horror thing um, with just the serial killers and whatever. Um, And even like cult stuff too. So they had like weird, the third season seemed like it might be supernatural and it was for a Dungeons and Dragons thing. It was called, what was it? Gargoyles and, so it was G and G, but I forget what the other G stood for. Um, But yeah, and then it was like killing people like they were trying to think oh like people are seeing this like demonic gargoyle thing that's killing them and but then it ends up just being like drugs or something and people killing each other themselves and stuff so it was a I don't know so I kind of liked the different genres that they were doing with it and it just keeps getting weirder (laughs) to me (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway I guess that's enough of that uh, I don't think I have once I finish the season, then maybe I don't know how I'm going to if I'm going to love
1: it or hate it. Uh, but I wanted to-, to hinge a lot on how a thing actually ends.
0: Yeah, that's what I said about uh, Nope last week, I think last week with the, where if them if the main guy OJ died or not, because that was just like that, that was going to be the tipping point of like, do I like this movie or do I hate it? And, it, mm-hmm. it was, and i knew that too because i didn't know like is he or, uh, they didn't show him die, so i'm like is he going to come back at the end is he going to be here or is he gone um and i was waiting before i'm like <laughs> before i had that like strong emotional reaction um but moving on to or oh, is it spy family the anime so you i've only <laughs> I think i've only watched the first five episodes of that one too <laughs> Been a busy okay. for the baby goose, so I haven't finished sure. anything. But uh, but Spy Family. So you've seen? I think there's twelve yeah. or thirteen episodes. Um, so you've seen at least some. The link all. you
1: gave me had twelve episodes.
0: Twelve, okay. Um, yeah, it, which
1: yeah, I rewatched from episode five onward before today. Before getting on here.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, So, yeah, (laughs) marathoning it. Um, I couldn't tell if I had watched it or not, because whenever the when I was watching it before, wherever the episode stopped, I was so into it. I ended up digging up the manga to read. And so I already know it was going to basically happen.
0: Oh, okay, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to read. So I never read. manga.
1: (laughs) Um, Never a problem.
0: But uh, what do, so what do you think of the the manga slash anime generally?
1: Oh, I think it's really fun. Um, they have some really interesting dynamics going. Um, there's right ways to do liar revealed, and there's wrong ways. And I don't know if they're actually gonna do the reveal part. But okay. this, yeah, this no story is basically
0: huh so no spoilers after episode five sorry after episode five. oh
1: i was gonna say season five what the fuck? yeah oh um, i need to go find the rest hold on um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no um what was the question
0: i was just saying don't uh, try not to be spoilers we're allowed to spoil to the audience but i don't want to be spoiled too <laughs> yeah no i got that uh um, and then i was asking how you just like the show generally
1: Whoa, you oh, yeah, I was just saying it. it was great. Yeah. yeah okay. The the whole, like, each and every person... And the reveal, you saying you didn't know how it reveal ...had revealed. their own grid. So, mm-hmm. like, that's the whole thing. Like, I read a thing by the creator, at least I assume, because I'm never sure when it comes to translations. But basically, there's a blurb in the manga... Where they're all like, I really like stories where the characters have something to hide from each other, and they have to keep it to themselves. So they're running around making sure that they that it doesn't get discovered. Um, so I thought that I would do a story like that. It's paraphrased from the creator, and uh, that it's it's you can really mess up a story like that. But I think that they're really hitting a good balance so far.
0: Yeah. So again, having only seen the first five episodes, I think it's super cute. I didn't realize, I kind of knew that it was like, a. at first I thought it was just a real spy family together. And then I heard that like, oh no, it's, they're not, they're not a real family. They're like pretending to be for a mission. And then, so when I, once I watched it, I was like, oh, only the dad is a spy who adopts a telepathic daughter and he mm-hmm. marries an assassin and none of them mm-hmm. know only the telepathic daughter knows mm-hmm. the, what her two parents are, but no one else like knows about one another. And uh-huh. I, so the thing though, one of my
1: me- favorite parts is that she's telepathic. So she hears all these thoughts and she's mm-hmm. reacting to them. Cause she's like four and, and she like can't not react to their thoughts but mm-hmm. at the same time, she's just precocious enough to hide the fact that she's telepathic like I feel like she's like gets really close to like giving it away by accident so many times and yet they just kind of they just kind of roll with it, when it yeah she's like uh gosh um, only up to episode 5 So, yeah, basically, she can hear all the things that they're thinking and she theoretically could provide perfect help because Mm -hmm. she's like, ah, that thing they're thinking about, I could make it happen. But if she just responds straight up to their thoughts, like perfectly to a T, then she keeps imagining in her head, oh, you weird child, we're going to take you back, Um because, like, that's what's happened to her before, is it's right. adopted, they find out she's a telepath, they get freaked out, they turn her back, turn her, uh, return her.
0: <laughs> okay, is that why they were returning? I wasn't sure, because I thought, like, the scientists were just like, if you tell anyone, like, no one will, like, so I didn't know if she ever, she's always kept it a secret, or if she was returned because they, she revealed her secret.
1: Yeah, I think it was a case of her getting found out, so she learned not to show it mm, okay well so
0: my i i guess I'm, I'm sort of concerned is i don't know about like the morals i i've heard that like oh this show is supposed to be kind of like showing how like family uh the you know, japanese really are trying to push for like having more families and babies and stuff too because they're mm-hmm. and then that and that's kind of like what this is supposed to be for but so my concern okay. is that uh, allegedly, I don't. That's just what I've heard from other people, though. Um But sure. I'm not sure if the morals are actually great. If it, if you're trying to say like you know have families with one another, but it's a and you know the whole family unit thing, but you're keeping like major secrets from one another and like the lack <laughs> of communication and honesty between the family members, uh, like even if you end up saying like, oh, you could tell like they really care about each other. They barely know know each other, but they they both love this girl now and and they put on a good like public display and even just like privately that they seem to care about one another. But it's just like, is this what the best kind of morals that we want to teach is that it doesn't matter how deep your secrets are and how much you have to keep to yourself and struggle alone as long as you have a family unit to like put on well, a, f- a good face <laughs> toward
1: Japan is strange mm. in how it balances social issues um, I mean obviously you can't put a blanket on a whole country like that even a small well I guess they're large islands even a series of islands like Japan putting a big huge blanket on the culture is kind of a weird potentially inaccurate thing but if I understand correctly there's not a lot of like on average there's not a lot of great communication between families yeah like on normal so I don't think that that would register as a problem per se I could be wrong
0: yeah I don't know I mean like I I think generally they have the whole I don't know about like communication between family members but like I think culturally, they're known for being more repressed, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: well, for a very long time, the salary man thing was the ideal gold standard for employment, right? Mm. Get yourself a good, solid salary job. Keep it for until you retire. Um, and then work yourself to the bone for that job. So there was already, especially in urban families, there was already this... The dad just pops in for a few minutes and then does his own thing. Like for a lot of families, it was, uh, I'm not trying to imply that there was an unloving nature. I'm just trying to say that a family unit where you don't see the dad a lot was kind of normal for a while there. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And especially time periods and stuff too, like a lot of different cultures have gone and still go through that type of phase. Um, and in Spy Family, I'm not sure what the time period is. Like, it's not modern.
1: No, I think it's revolving around uh, whichever World War split Germany into, because I don't know if you noticed by the naming convention, but it's depicting East and West Germany.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Alex has just joined us. Hello. Hmm. Turns out that she was not too good for the show.
2: Helps if you turn on audio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, she's you too good for the She doesn't do even want to listen to us. Um, we were just talking. I'm sure, I don't know if you've heard of the anime spy family. I have um, not, actually. So it's like, it's newer and and relatively popular. So I keep hearing like other people talk about it. So I finally was like, oh, let me jump into this. Um, But it's, so we were just saying how it's, we were talking about time period wise, because it didn't look like super modern, but it was modern enough that they have like, I don't know, (laughs) certain technology. But, uh, and Coley was saying how it's maybe around like a World War II, like it's not, it's not in real life they have like made up countries but it seems like based off of like germany when east and west germany
1: um the the names that they give the the place it's definitely a split germany with alternate names
0: yeah yeah what was it estonia and west west uh, something uh whatever it is but uh estonia
1: i think essentially just means east
0: oh okay and then that makes sense with the west and east <laughs> Easy yeah. naming. but we were mentioning too like i don't know i've heard i think it was like and john de La rose has talked about it too where it's like about the that it's a good uh family unit kind of theme of a show mm-hmm. though and, and um but my concern with it is that that they're one's a spy one's an assassin and one's a telepath like the daughter's a telepath the husband is is a spy and wife is an assassin like and they're he has to put together this family unit for a mission. So he like adopts a girl, he marries this woman and none of them know each other's secrets except for the telepathic daughter. Cause she can read their minds. Um, and, and my, so my issue with the family unit thing is that with keeping all these secrets, like huge secrets doesn't seem like that's great morally as far as having like if you're trying to push as like yes having a family is a good thing and that's what we should do as a culture but also if you have major secrets that can put each other in danger don't tell anyone about it
2: well not not only that but then there's the the moral quandary of the girl who knows everyone's secrets like that is all like that's also like that's on the the opposite end of that, where she's like invading their privacy. Yeah. So it's right. like,
0: <laughs> and it seems like she and she's only four years old though, so it seems like she can't control it either. Because when she's in a crowd, she just hears everyone's thoughts and gets mm-hmm. tuckered out. So, yeah. Uh, so I'll be more forgiving for her because she's you know, well, she's a child. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't think this has come up yet, but it's not really a spoiler you need to worry about. It's just a tiny little thing I find adorable which is whenever the little girl is asked what her dad does she's always like spy uh spy call psychologist cuz his cover job is psychology right so
0: she, she did say once she's like she started saying spy and then said spectacular
1: psychiatrist yeah <laughs> So I thought, yeah, no. But she's is. she super loves this spy show, mm-hmm. which is why when this guy comes in and he's thinking in his head, I've got this mission to complete. I gotta get this kid. She like does everything in her power to be like, I'm the I'm perfect kid. Get me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so she really wants to be adopted, and even when she he and he's thinking, I need to find a wife to like complete this mission and do that, and then so they bump into the woman, and then she's thinking about how I'm an assassin. She's like a like a shy but but assassin by night job. Um, and so then she's like the daughter's creeped out, like, oh surprise. But then she's like, oh, that's so cool too. So she like gets them together, like, oh, I want both a moth assassin and spy dad. <laughs> <laughs> so it is like a it's a cute relationship between like all these three uh unexpected characters who are going to be a family. And so that's what like just as the show. I've only seen the first five episodes, but like as a show, like it's it's a fun, cutesy show that also is graphic like so they kind of do like oh the girl the daughter just um episode five was that she they made it into the school that she needed to get into as part of the mission but then she's like oh i want to to in her spy show i want to have a uh, get be a princess at this castle and be saved by the spy so like they have to go through elaborate measures to go to the castle and he gets like as a spy he like gets all of like everyone in the in their uh, yeah organization to yeah to go and like pretend to be bad guys they go to this fly to this castle pretend to be bad guys and he, they have to go through like this whole role play thing for her because he's like you know it's for the success of this mission to save the country like to keep things up he that they have to do this. the
1: fucking castle he rented the whole damn castle and then mm-hmm. gave his it gave his spy company the bill and then <laughs> yeah they're so like the- he wants no,
0: to spend yeah. how much? Yeah. It was too it was so expensive. But they're like, oh, but he's known as like the best spy that they have. So like whatever he wants. But then they just spend so much money. So it's like <laughs> super cute. But also it's graphic because there's some blood and stuff when the mom is like assassinating people. And just always thinking yeah. about murdering people. To even like get her daughter into the school. She's thinking about like, oh, she's on a waiting list. If I murder another kid's parent. Then they won't be able to go. So she like considers it, and she's like, "No, no, no, I can't yeah. I can't kill an innocent person." But it's just like, <laughs> huh? And some, and then the daughter can hear all of it too. So she's just like either terrified or like, huh? Okay. <laughs> so it's a it's a fun show so far. I'm enjoying it. Um, to backtrack a little bit, I'm trying to put all chats on screen. says, Scooby Doo cartoons are fun to watch. He also says, today my wife and I went to see the movie Fall. A great movie, but I had a panic attack. My hands were sweating from the tension. Really? I have not heard of <laughs> Fall. Have you guys? No. Um, uh, Eloise, I started to read the manga a while ago. Saw a parody of it called Spies on a Train on YouTube. Still in chapter three. Spies on a Train? Hmm. Uh, is that a live action or is that animated? For free. Oh, yeah, that's all I do for... That's how I'm watching the anime, too. Because on Crunchyroll, I only do, like, the... Right now, it's just doing clips of stuff. And then it was... But if I register... Crunchyroll doesn't have a TV app, so I can't watch it on the TV. And then uh, and I also have Funimation still, too. So the whole thing I was just like, I'm not paying for this. I'm just going to find this online elsewhere if I can't watch it on my TV. So Which I think I can if I do the Plex app, but I haven't. <laughs> uh... AH, so she's too good for the show. I think we're talking about Alex here when Alex popped up. Yeah, that was what I've been saying. She had a work thing going on. So
2: I it took me wait, I'm the one who shared the links and everything today <laughs> when you put them out. And it took me hours to notice that speech bubble you put on. Oh uh, really? With <laughs> my name on it. I didn't notice it. And I sent it to a friend, and he didn't notice it at first either. He goes, It's nice, this thumbnail. And then I go, That speech bubble. And, I go, and he's all like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was so, I'm like, mm, you, Alex. I, and I didn't, it took hours. It took me hours to notice it. <laughs>
0: Uh, for those who did not see the thumbnail, I think I put "Alex abandoned me" <laughs> in a speech bubble <laughs> outside from my face. Uh, yeah, because it's—I've just been saying that. I think all over, like in Discord and Twitter and stuff too, like in YouTube. I was—I was gonna put that. I probably would have. I probably, I don't think I could have fit it in the like, the YouTube uh, description title um, for character limits. But I was gonna say something like, "Yeah, Alex left me." <laughs> Alex. You said
2: on Twitter, Alex hates me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hates me. yeah. She's
0: so alone she hates me. Um, we were, I think, it was I it was last night too, because we were playing some Left for Dead, and Nicole was there. And when I was mentioning that you weren't gonna be able to to make it today, and so we were discussing what we might talk about, and I think I joked about something about like, oh, like uh, Alex hates me, and Nicole Coley's like, does she? I was like, is that like does it feel like-? like I don't. I hope not. I don't think like, does she enjoy <laughs> you talking to you? i like, I hope so, because she does. I mean, like, we do it every Thursday. I think she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know.
2: Probably. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to answer. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you hate me okay. on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, what's uh, a <clears throat> Loves it. <clears throat> loves it so much. Yeah, so close. Uh, let's see. Alois says, perfectly, oh, perfect. Oh, I think legal, perfectly legal too. Um, I, did, I did that one. Raphael, Japan does put a lot of pressure on students to get good grades to the point of suicide, and it's common. Yes, I've heard yeah. stuff about Japan being very high in suicide rate. I think murder is low, but I think the suicide rate is pretty high. Unless you're like in the yakuza yeah,
1: it's higher suicide. than average for the teenage grouping, which is a concern all on its own. Because the teenage grouping is the highest percentage in most places. Yeah. Like, pre-teen to teen. Um, but in Japan, you see a a huge gap between them and most of the rest of the world where uh, middle-aged men commit suicide. Because mm. oh, it's okay. a big deal to lose your job. There's this... I think... I- I'm not sure how strong that mentality is right now. But for the longest time, losing your job was kind of like the end of the world because it looked really bad on applications and resumes. And there's like this commitment thing in the culture where you really commit to a thing or, or you're not doing your best. Um, So from what I have come to understand a lot of, adult men who lose their jobs, have like a family and everything. If they lose their job, they're just like, it's done, it's over. I, I'm a I'm a fall off the building.
0: Yeah, I as I like to I think romanticize japan's culture from anime a lot too where like oh it can right. like be like uh, cool to live there but then but then also like they do even show an anime too of like how stressful it is for high schoolers like even t- or even for teenagers because you're having to study and apply to get into high school not everyone goes to high school and um so i think it's kind of high school is kind of like college essentially because then if you don't go to high school you just go into the workforce at like 15 years old um but then I think, yeah, they they have a lot more stress put on them in different ways. Like a lot more expectations that cause stress, and a lot of, and especially right. for the men. So
1: I, I think, I think what they call high school. Oh, go ahead.
2: I was just gonna say I think the suicide um, culture on, on upon failure like predates when they uh, modernized because. Yeah. I mean, there's there was a lot of like, oh, I failed my my master, so I'm going to kill myself. My master died, so I'm going to kill myself. Sepuku, yeah, yeah. It's, it was already a thing, so it's like the idea that they would still have it in their culture makes sense because yeah. like, it, how do you you can It's kind of hard to excise something that you've been doing for like more than a thousand years as a right. culture, so.
0: Yeah, I guess when you have that much history to another thing of just generally romanticizing stuff of like, oh, you know, like other countries are like 700,000 or more years old. And um, and like, that's cool to have such a long history, you know, when you live in the United States and we only go back a couple hundred years. Um, but on the other hand, if your culture has a lot of things that are, you know, embedded into it, that might not always work in your favor to, in some situations then... <laughs> Maybe I don't.
1: Uh, I'd like to respond to Alois, uh, the most recent comment there. Um, It's considered honorable to commit seppuku. That's the samurai version of suicide. I heard South Korea's suicide rate was higher, though. Um, From what I understand, the family honor thing is pretty pervasive in Asiatic uh, cultures, In that the family is more important than the individual, and the community is more important than the family, with some exceptions. But generally those exceptions are reserved for the most influential families. Mm. Um, So this whole restoring your honor by ending yourself thing, while I think it is stereotypically associated with Japan, it's by no means a unique concept to them alone.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's fair to say.
2: Well, uh, some um, Western societies had it too before um, in uh, like the Middle Ages even. It mm-hmm, was that's what early. I was kind
0: of thinking, yeah. Yeah,
2: uh, um, it, but it kind of went away. There was like the whole idea that maybe if your yarrow fell that you would kill yourself, but it didn't, it didn't persist in the way that it has in Asiatic countries Mm -hmm. that uh, the idea that if, um, if, if you fail, you kill yourself like that has not like, I'm not like, it seems like there's not as much of a cultural demand and it didn't, it didn't stick around in Western societies to commit suicide over failure, a specific failure. Like, that's the thing is that this is, it's not like we hit, I don't want to like muddy the water, but there's this, like like a lot of people who commit suicide in Western cultures do so because they're, they feel like failures, they are depressed. And in 1929, when uh, the stock market, Crashed. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. killed themselves uh-huh. because they lost everything. It's not that they just lost a job; they literally lost everything. So, mm-hmm. like, it was, it was huge. So, like, um, they didn't see that they could ever recover from that. And I think that has yeah. that that perspective is actually something that feeds into su- uh, um, suicide and especially mass yeah. suicides. This idea that you will never recover and if your society tells you that the threshold for never recovering is a hell of a lot lower than yeah. rates are going to be higher.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was trying to think too, just as far as like nowadays with a lot of things culturally being like black pills where I think people, <laughs> there are some people that are going through similar concerns as far as like well like are, are, are things going to be and not just nece- like as the individual though but just like for a whole society like oh man are things going to get better is this like a failure like um so but i know for some people like even on on both sides of kind of like the woke and unwoke for like different reasons like you've got like the the climate change extremists and stuff too who are thinking you know, and, and not just them but like other other uh, activists and stuff where they're just like oh the world is ending and things are like why what's why bother having children and then on the flip side like oh other people are ruining culture forever so like this isn't a great world to bring children into so just kind of like see a lot of uh, i don't know potential societal Life. collapse
2: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah a lot of people have become hopeless on both sides uh over a lot of stuff and- I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm I'm not an optimist, but I don't, I'm not a doom Mm -hmm. lover either. Like I, I'm like, I can only control so much. I can only like,
1: I can hear that. (laughs) That's a commotion.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, there's things that I have in my, within my control and, most and there are things that I will never have within my control, and uh, that means that. Uh, and I'm not without impact, but I'm not going. But I, I'm not a mental maniac, actually in charge of everything. So, like, I see no reason to become either like a someone who is enraptured with doom or someone who thinks everything is going perfectly. Like I, right. I just won't. Mm-hmm feel that way because it's like i i know i have a very limited area of control mm-hmm. uh, yeah and i
0: that you can do that you can and really-
2: i and i don't think that's a bad thing i know a lot of like a lot of people get frustrated and it's like you know what being in control of everything is a nightmare <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it i guarantee you the more response like i want responsibility i'm not saying that I, but i want responsibility for myself and myself only this mm-hmm. whole i'm like i want to control the entire world it's like well then you're gonna go gray at like 25 like <laughs> it's, it's a lot of pressure
0: for anyone when they feel that they they need to be No, I'm not saying it's bad to help people, but like when they feel the need that like, oh, we need to help. Uh, Like like even Greta Thunberg, who's like terrified of all these things and with climate change and stuff that like, when you think that it's your responsibility to take care of everyone else, then of course you're going to have a lot of anxiety and stuff. So that's why it's better culturally to start uh, teaching autonomy and just kind of like, hey, if we all take care of ourselves you can also work to like help out, I, I don't know, I I like the idea of like helping people that you know more locally and stuff, because like that that kind of has a more direct impact to you, rather than like thinking, you know, about like helping other people around the world, and not, again, not saying it's bad to like donate to charity, that might help such and such, but then, I don't know, there are people who who think that like it's our duty to do so, to like help all, everyone else. But like, well, again, if you're taking, if you think that you have the responsibility to take care of the world, that just it seems that's unrealistic as one person.
2: Well, and also a, you bottomless. can't, what were you saying?
1: It's a bottomless pit. Mm. Yes.
2: Well, and also <laughs> you cannot be guaranteed that your impact is positive.
1: Right, yeah. Because a lot of people donate to charities thinking, "Yay, I made a difference," and they didn't really look into the charities or how they spend that money. Yeah, for one one example, we just
2: uh, we as a as a country, like as a society, destroyed the textile industry in Africa by donating clothes to Africa. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Because why would like people got it? People got clothes for free, so why? A company can't sell clothes, so they won't make clothes, so they fire everyone who
3: <laughs> works yeah. for them. Yeah, and, and it's like, same thing,
2: Yeah, same thing with shoes. And we're like by donating the like everything to Africa, we're basically saying you don't get to have jobs or
0: industry, mm-hmm. like that you are incapable of taking care of yourself too. And
2: yeah, they had a burgeoning tech textile industries and then there was this huge thing in the 90s and aughts about donating your clothes you know for global yeah. charities and they almost all went to fucking uh africa and then we ended up with they they like the impact was almost immediate like 40 percent lost in, wow. in the textile industry so it's like we can you cannot guarantee that your good deed actually has good impact like it's you actually have to, you can't just do it without thinking. You actually have to think about it. You actually have to do your research to see whether or not your impact is gonna be positive. Otherwise you might actually be making things worse.
0: Right, and and you still don't even know for sure. Like even even if you've done all the research that you can, you just don't know, like, because we're not omniscient. So you just don't right. know how an impact might happen. So even, I mean, like, it's not like we have all the information to get, keep picking on climate change stuff. But it's just like when you're trying to force everyone else to do these things, because you believe that this is going to make a change for the better, without necessarily knowing whether or not your information is accurate. Uh, Yeah, like, I don't know, when you're trying to force that change, you don't know if it's going to be a positive or negative impact in the end. And most likely, because you don't know, it's going to be negative. (laughs) It's kind of,
2: I saw one charity that did this thing. It was about it was about stopping the spread of malaria uh, in Africa. Um, and what they did is they actually ins- they gave seed money to women in Africa to start net manufacturing. Oh. Oh, okay. To then sell to their neighbors and their communities. So you're just
0: investing in a potential business to get, yeah, yeah that
2: would specifically help prevent uh, mosquitoes from coming into people's you know uh-huh. sleeping areas. Yeah. So it's like you're that's two birds with one stone, Cherry. right? You yeah. literally yeah. just helped actually, What?
1: That sounds a lot more productive too, because while you are still sending off your money you're sending it off to an individual uh, who's going to do something with it rather than filtering it through a massive uh, nonprofit that like has a bunch of weird Uh legislation and enforcement from our shores. They're going to soak up a lot of the money that you contribute. So it sounds like this sponsorship charity is a lot more productive overall.
2: Yeah, I would say there are there are definitely charities to give your time and money to. You just have to, yeah. you do have to find them. Like, And I that. believe...
1: It's not I'm, the big ones either.
2: No, oh it's God. not. The big names are never the ones you want to do it with. Right. But they, like, you do have to find them and you do have to research on them to see whether or not they actually have good policy. Because part of it has to do with first principles. What are they following... And um, because, like, ju- if y- they're literally always give a man a fish, you know, then then they just exist <laughs> to exist. That's what and I was thinking about. Like, us- yeah, yeah, you keep giving us money so we can pay our high value people at the top insane salaries. Yeah. By the way, yes, like, that's what I've heard. Six yeah. figures, yeah. Uh, and uh, and and we'll keep these people on our hook forever. And is essentially what they do. And that's like their first principle. And that versus we want to help people become self-sufficient, like as right. a first principle for a charity. That's a lot better. Like um mm-hmm. or like or immediate cleanup help. Like it's a disaster. And we're here to help them solve yeah. this disaster problem right now. Like right. those are and I'd rather work with a charity than I would with a state, honestly. <laughs> but it's it's hard there's so many that you don't know which one is the right one so you actually have to like do your due diligence if you're gonna take part in it and like really
0: right. buckle I, down on that <laughs> still, i think i'll still say that i like uh, in a generalized way of like local stuff too that where like it's more likely even if you have like salvation army or goodwill or something like when when it is still just like at your local area i can i, I, I I can like all right, I kind of trust that rather than just donating to like online to like Salvation Army like who knows where any of that's going but at least I might know that like there's a goodwill store here so it, like people are purchasing items and you know ultimately I probably would prefer other things that aren't that aren't like the big big businesses but
2: with this I will say I would not donate blood to the Red Cross. I would actually sell my blood to an actual company and the reason oh, why awesome. I make that distinction is because the Red Cross charges money from, from oh, hospitals so they're just getting a blood. Profit. Yeah, they're making a profit by selling your blood that you gave to them for free. So I'm sort of like, yeah. well then I might as well go to a company that's going to be upfront about the fact that they're here for a profit and yeah. they pay me for my love. <laughs> like you know, like I wouldn't do it with the Red Cross because of that alone. I'm like, I, I feel like you're sure. being disingenuous. <laughs>
0: I guess unless I don't know if the Red Cross, you're just the middleman. So then you're paying like what the, what the you're paying for, like the workers and the uh, supplies and stuff to do it. But unless, but I, I thought they were donating their time to you or something. So. Yeah, so ultimately, I, I would if rather... If you really
2: want to donate blood, though, go directly to the hospital.
0: To a vampire, oh.
2: <laughs> because the the hospital, <laughs> if they need blood, and you come in and you say, I want to give blood, they'll probably take it. But yeah. I I definitely wouldn't go to Red Cross, because they're just going to make money. <laughs>
0: the idea of going to a hospital saying, I want to give you my blood. <laughs> I've got a lot of blood, and I want to give it to you.
2: Also, uh, to Just back, get out of the way.
0: back up to the, the malaria thing, I was going to say, even though they're like helping put businesses there, I'd say that you are putting the mosquitoes out of business a bit. So it's kind of inconsiderate.
1: <laughs> uh, mosquitoes got things to do. They've got mm. lives to live. Oh man, imagine a world where mosquitoes got kickbacks for vaccines.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right? I think they are researching on vaccine delivery for mosquitoes. Like, Okay, so there's already an issue with, um, in America specifically, by the way, in the United States, of um, public dosage. They literally, they put fluoride in our water. They don't... Mm -hmm. um, That is not something other nations with water treatment necessarily do. It's it's like us and like I think New Zealand or something like that who put fluoride in water. Um, And there isn't here.
0: Yeah, I remember taking like pills in like elementary school where they like come around once a day and like yeah. With
2: water, you don't have to have fluoride like ingested. By the way, like there's the science behind it is so fucking weak. But um, like. The problem is is that by putting it in the water you're not con- you're not controlling the dosage people get. Like say mm-hmm. it, it, someone who is an athlete drinks more water than someone who is not. Someone with a kidney problem drinks more water than someone who is not. Someone who lives in a desert drinks more water than someone who is not. So this is a problem in dosage.
0: When you're drinking a lot of yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So and so here's the problem with that is that it's like also what if they you know don't want to ha- consent to it there's no consent involved in this right and so in you in that same idea that same problem transfers to the idea of having mosquitoes vaccinate us like there's no there's no cons- medical consent there you're just doing it and that's not appropriate either
1: um what you don't want 20 to 100 doses of a certain thing like randomly while you're walking in the evening
2: no i don't i
0: have so many bug right now <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, it's awful um all right i mean there are certain oh my gosh is TV, freaking out uh chats i need to put on screen still too oh back with spy family and aloe says i think the secrets represent the obstacles this particular family of exceptional individuals has to go through yeah so i'm hoping all the alberts are freaking out right now um i'm hoping that eventually it's like that they will come together and that like you talk to each other that like you're a family that you'll try and work through these problems um otherwise I just, I mean, maybe it's a cultural difference, but I just don't think that's going to be great to be like, I have, I have this obstacle that I need to go through alone individually as part of a family, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, you're not doing it as a family. All families struggle through something every once in a while so, as, as Um Yeah, that's true. I think, but having huge secrets that eventually bites you in the butt though, um, when you're as, with your family, like, when you don't tell them like that can that can definitely hurt down the road um GB, the glorious democratic people's republic of korea has no suicide at all kim said so eloise a lot of people nuked themselves recently because they lost everything during the lockdowns oh ah. jb white and black pills are blue as they do not show the truth it's a binary choice truth or fiction black Pills are blue oh Yeah. Okay. There are a lot of colors in there. It took me a second. Like my my brain was uh, not following along there. And Alex is laughing at me now. But she's muted. So you can't hear her. Johnny boy. I like, what is it? Orgs? Like Kiva, which lets you adopt. Oh, organizations. Okay. really struggling with I mentioned earlier that I don't know how to read so this this makes a lot of sense which lets you adopt a business owner in poor countries contribute contributed to being successful (laughs) I really like that awesome I want to adopt a business owner George says I remember about a decade ago there was this guy doing micro loans in the third world hmm yeah I bet that's helpful um there are a lot more chats in here okay i'm not going to read them all sorry if there are any that stand out i will but yeah okay so where do we land on mosquitoes donate your blood to mosquitoes i think is what the last (laughs) is what i I learned is that right was that not the lesson okay don't keep secrets from your family donate blood to mosquitoes or vampires put hospitals in textile companies i don't know there's a lot of a lot of words i like
2: that one Which one? This one that you have up right now. Oh,
0: JB, the claim: American Red Cross pays its CEO nearly six hundred fifty-two thousand dollars while spending nine cents of every dollar it collects on people in need. Yeah. Wow. Um,
2: He has a verdict up to couple down.
0: Oh, (laughs) Uh, verdict false. It was six hundred ninety-four thousand dollars a year. Thanks, USA Today fact check. um
2: wow two grand more than <laughs> <like>. <laughs> oh no no wait Way no wait is yeah. A, yeah. 94 yeah oh. yeah 52 yeah that's a that's a big difference jeez louise um
0: wow i want to work for the red cross i've never made that <laughs> much money before but it's just um i like george (laughs) the typo there just says florida is naturally in the water in parts of is that colorado
2: i'm pretty sure that's an (laughs) autocorrect
0: either way i love uh, so just generally sometimes when my phone or something autocorrects things but if it's hilarious then i just leave it as that too and there was also (laughs) i like the suggestions sometimes in my in my phone once i forget what i was typing but the next word suggestion was murder. And it's like I want to and it's murder <laughs> on there I'm like what what have I been writing that makes my phone think that this is what I want to type cuz it like doesn't it le- kind of learn from what you've been saying and I was just wondering how many times have I talked about, about
1: that so. watch out you're being framed FBI's going to show up <laughs> oh yeah
0: George corrects his fluoride.
1: Right? Yeah, no, 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 it's it's
0: okay, George, because uh, uh, there are, what is it? an improv? There are no mistakes, just happy accidents. Um, so, again, that's what I like to, what I think, oh, I remember when I've written, like, bah, ha, 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 when I'm laughing, it changes it to Baghdad. So for a while, I, w- I would just send people Baghdad when I laughed. Um, so, <laughs> i like, I'm laughing emoji Baghdad exclamation mark
2: I just um, put an autofill message in the chat
0: oh what does it say I want my friends to touch base with you and see how it is doing with the stuff that you want to do with your life and your body is this what Kamala Harris uses to write her speeches
2: <laughs> oh, It sounds like, it,
0: so- it? <laughs> it sounds like it. I never thought about that but like because sometimes it'll kind of recycle, it'll circle back and yeah. use. It. And so every day is the every the thing that is today. Every, she totally just uses autofill <laughs> she hurts that's, what's, that's what's yeah. happening in her brain. It's yeah. Just in her <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm I'm curious to see if how did you what did you start with when you type that? Did you start with I want?
2: Yeah, I want. I started with I want.
0: Um, I want, I'm going to just do the middle one. (laughs) How long is this going to go? Um, all right, I'll stop it. I want you and I think her name and I think you will like her and you are a handful and a half of your time in your lives at the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh wow
4: <laughs> oh god those auto
2: <laughs> options are hilarious
0: again it seems like something Kamala would say uh, I'm I'm kind of happy oh no I think I'm not happy I'm disappointed that this time it didn't say anything about murder <laughs> uh-huh. the- um, oh yeah Eloise says that my phone is trying to entrap me <laughs> type in murder like, oh Whoops. Did I say murder? And Baghdad? Uh-oh. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. J.B. says you need Russian collusion dressing for Kamala's word salad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, that's fun. I kind of want to do this audio fill thing. Generally. No, this is fun um coley i i think i've only watched the one episode of ascendance of a bookworm so i don't really have enough okay opinion to say about it anyway it'd probably be good to like save it next time when i do i'll say the only thing i'll say is that i wasn't i didn't think i was going to really be that into it as i was watching it because i'm like this is kind of slow uh it, it is it was
1: kind of slow
0: but then i got interested because like she's this like from the modern world into this old olden times world where there aren't books and now like her goal is to try and like get books existing more in in this world so so then it was like once I kind of was thinking about that concept like no now I'm intrigued she has this goal to do and um so I I think I'm changing my mind about it so I am interested in seeing what what might happen after
1: yeah yeah I honestly had no idea like I, I won't say spoilers I'll just I had no idea that it was gonna go where it went. Like I didn't based on the first episode have any idea what they were gonna do with it. And it just builds on itself over and over and Mm -hmm. over. It's actually the title is more descriptive and gives you a better idea of the show than the first episode, Ascendance. Right. That's what I was thinking
0: that I was uh, thinking about that line. I'm like or the title, I was just like, yeah, like if she's ascending, that means she's going to grow and like things are going to happen for mm-hmm. her. So I'm like, okay, well now I'm interested to see her journey, I guess.
1: When uh, I had my dad see the show, he told me that it reflected a style of story he doesn't actually see very often. It's an old uh, German style story where it's the protagonist usually starts at some lower point, not necessarily like unhappy, but like at some lower point. And the plot progression is dependent on the protagonist building up, Mm -hmm. so to speak. So, like, it's not that nothing bad can happen. It's just that for the protagonist, something good will generally always come out of it.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember you talking about this to me before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay, okay. Um, But, yeah, so once I watch more, then we'll we'll come back and, and...
1: I, I just think it's interesting that my dad brought it up because it's obvious that the creator actually has a passion for stories and stuff like that. Well, it has a passion for a lot of stuff. If you read the novel it's based on, um, the author goes into very lengthy detail. <laughs> I'd, I'd say that the anime cuts out some stuff that's a little unfortunate, but a lot of the stuff that it cuts out is just... It's just the author just telling you about how to do certain crafts. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not out much. Um oh, Aloe says, so the Dungeons and Dragons may be a or series, how was it? Actually, that's uh, I was waiting until Alex got here. Um because yeah. it's just a trailer so far that Coley had sent me. Um, and that's Chris
2: I, I, Pine, right?
0: Chris Pine, yeah. So I was surprised to see him and let so this so we can watch this trailer because we're always demonetized anyway that's why i've been putting all the chats on screen in case we just, we just get blocked completely so then we're gonna lose chat when we edit this out later but uh all right let me play this wow the audio is playing
2: yeah here's the thing we're a team of thieves And when you do this, you're bound to make enemies. Sometimes those enemies come looking for revenge. Truth be told, we help the wrong person steal the wrong thing. I didn't mean to unleash the greatest evil the world has ever known, but we're gonna fix it.
4: Well, so how do we pull that off? Uh, figure it out over a drink. Probably best. You need. To oh. Give us a
2: fighting chance. We're gonna need strength. You got this, right? I know you don't. We also need courage, Back to school, and magic, and you. What is that again? It's now there.
3: Let's go. Be
4: warned. There is evil here. I'm glad he's on our side.
2: This one's dangerous. But oh, whatever happens, <laughs> we'll be ready. What's it exactly that you bring to this? I'm a planner. I make plans. You've already made the plan, so if the existing plan fails, I make a new plan.
1: So you make plans that fail? No. He also plays
4: the loot. Not relevant. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's really interesting that they're advertising it as a heist movie. Oh, are the, is that?
0: Are, I mean, just from the trailer um, or the? Yeah, just
1: from the trailer. because um, those music cues, um, are generally like it's not exclusive to heist movies, but it, it's definitely more frequent with like heist movie with a bit of comedy or action with a bit of comedy um so the music cues are screaming it's probably a heist movie but based on what clips they showed us it seems like it's a heist movie gone wrong where the plot continues to make the heist right again right like yeah, maybe yeah, not yeah, the heist I itself but.
0: but so i didn't know if it would be considered a full, a full heist movie that is like they start it starts off with it and then they spend the rest of the movie trying to correct the wrong that they've done
2: I mean, it's
1: impossible to tell pacing.
2: uh, That's true. Uh, I thought, like, immediately, there was this moment. It was, like, so fast. I was like, that's Hugh Grant, isn't it? Like, it was real fast, and I just looked it up, and it is Hugh Grant, and I'm gonna guess right now that he's the actual bad guy, that Uh. there's gonna be a thing where they're like, oh, he's not a bad guy, and then it's gonna be revealed that Hugh Grant's the bad guy. That's my prediction right now (laughs) in that trailer.
3: Uh, And then
2: the druid is Sophia Willis, who I love. I was (laughs) like, wait a minute, I recognize her. And I... She looks familiar. She's from the uh, It movies. Oh, she's the okay. young Beverly and yeah. that um, I Am Not Okay TV show on uh, um, Netflix.
0: Netflix? Okay, I haven't seen that. Yeah, which yet. is
2: like a Carrie like TV show.
0: Mm. Okay. Hmm. She's
2: developing uh, like uh, telekinesis and everything oh, and she's oh not my. She's not well liked. Although I think it's supposed to be more comedy. I didn't finish the show, but it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, All
0: right. Well, yeah, that's
2: who that is. (laughs) Yeah. So I I can
0: see it being as like heist. uh, So it seems like heist gone wrong. I don't know how much of like the 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 beginning part of like the actual thieving is going to take up. It seems like more just a correction of the film. But as someone who plays D and D, I don't know, like it, I'm excited for it. Like it looks like it'll be a fun movie because I forget what Cole, you had said Cause I was saying like, I remember you responding a message and I was like, let's wait till Thursday. So we have like a fresh conversation. Right. But, um, but it was something about how, cause you said like, Oh, it seems like they're kind of making fun or or making light of, of stuff. Um, I forget what all you had said to it though. So what, what Uh, are your, do you, did you, do you think that this will be a good movie or a bad
1: movie? I guess I don't know whether it's going to be a quote good or quote bad movie. I think it probably will be a fun movie. Yes. Like somebody's like somebody else said in chat, um, They can't really do worse than the other D&D movies so far. Like, when I saw the trailer, um, I was thinking, didn't they already do this? Didn't they already try this before? I think they would have done a lot better with the last one I remember seeing if they had advertised it more like this one, where you're definitely getting, like, a fun kind of uh, campy vibe. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It seems campy. It seems campy, but I'm not sure that it's going to be full-on camp. Based on the content, mm-hmm. it seems like we're going to take it partially seriously. Yes, and I like
0: that. I think I, that's why it looks like they're doing a serious movie, but having fun with it, which is yeah. how I like to run my d game, too.
1: Sure. Um, um, I know I was really excited very, very early on in the trailer because the first one of the first things you see fly at the camera is a displacer beast, and that's one of my favorite monsters. <laughs>
0: um yeah I saw you know a lot of things we had the mimic in there the owlbear dragon and um oh I, I guess I should have oh, worn my D and d dress instead instead I'm wearing ice <laughs>
1: ice the owl bear when it turned into the person I was like oh wow it's a druid it's not just some owl bear. it's <laughs> it's a person
2: <laughs> I yeah their names based on what they put in um uh, imdb their names are the bard the barbarian the paladin the sorcerer uh, the druid the rogue is chris so, vine uh, is he chris, supposed to he the rogue or the uh, bard he, he's the bard that's why he plays the loot <laughs> that's what i was wondering but yeah, then it, when
0: i was reading a thing it said something about a rogue leading blah blah, blah. and i'm like well why does he have a loot if he's yeah if he's, gonna be he's a not
2: the rogue because he's
0: gonna uh, be a like charismatic guy he's a, sounds more like a bard it sounds yeah, like they're, they're
1: going to lean into some of the jokes about bards being useless.
2: Yeah, <laughs> That's fair. Uh, the paladin is played by the guy from that Netflix TV show, Bridgerton or Bridgeton, the, the Rome, oh. the Rome TV show, uh, okay. you know, the, the Regency uh, romance. And then the sorcerer is played by the guy from uh Jurassic World Dominion and Fallen Kingdom and uh what is that uh which guy Pokemon Detective Pikachu
0: Oh, oh wait
2: I like that guy actually he,
0: did he play the main guy
2: in in uh Pokemon Detective
0: What did he Pikachu. do in Jurassic was he the the assistant He's Can the we... he's
2: like working for when in the second movie when Claire is working for that activist group Yeah there's the the paleo veterinarian. And then there's the other guy who's the science, the the computer science guy. He's the computer science guy. Um, And he has a, he's got a brief scene in Dominion.
0: Oh, okay. I can't remember now. now. <laughs> <Yeah. baby. laughs> <But> he's,
2: <laughs> he's the main character of Pokemon Detective. Yeah,
0: okay, yeah. I remember I just, I, yeah. I never connected that he was in Detective Pikachu and in, uh, and in Jurassic World. Yeah, it's World. the same Wait. guy. <laughs> Side note, I was going to mention this too. Apparently, Bryce Dallas Howard has come out and said that she was paid so much less than her Jurassic World co-star, Chris Pratt. So gasped to hear that, that like... Bryce Dallas Howard a name who I just already knew generally and did not like have to look up every time and like remembered who she was as a human being compared to Chris Pratt like I knew them equally because I'm someone who like knows knows names well anyway though like Chris Pratt is equally famous to Bryce Dallas Howard in my eyes.
2: Um, I think though, when it comes to ticket sales and eyes on the screen, he is actually a hotter ticket than
0: her. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. That's what, yeah. yeah. Right. kind of didn't come through. Is that's why he's paid more? Is because people want to see Chris Pratt, who she everyone seen- loved him in Parks and Rec. Then he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in Jurassic World. He's in what else? is He was uh, and in, in, um, a-, a Terminalist. He was in which other movie that he was. Uh, some other action
2: thing, I think, the but. Tomorrow War. But he's been, war, yeah. he's coming. He's got twelve major titles coming out in this mm-hmm. year. Oh my gosh. He, yeah. I, I know. I, mean, I I don't know how he does it, but he's got like the Terminalist. He's got Dress World Dominion. He was in Thor: Love and Thunder. I think he's got like another MCU title. He's actually going to be appearing in. He is. He works his ass off. Yeah. Him. The thing is, and, and that's just like him appearing in things, let alone all the actual exercise he has to do mm-hmm. to stay in shape for all of them. Like he my god, Parks and Rec.
0: Didn't he gain weight for the role? Like I think, like he like he wasn't so. working out and like drinking and stuff, so he could get that that role, but um yeah like so that's what that's what I mean is that of course that Brace Dallas Howard is going to get paid less like people want to see Chris Pratt like I have no idea who she is hi G-man outside of the movie and then I didn't even remember who she was after like coming back to the movie I'm like which character is this again like oh she was in the first like when I watched the second movie after years of the first one I'm like I have no idea who she is she's just the main ginger girl apparently um hi Silverlock thank you for the super sticker Who doesn't well, show did- up On on stream, but I see it is a it's a a hippo cyber a cyborg, um with a robot arm and a rocket eye. Well, the
2: problem one of the problems is is that no one it confuses Chris Pratt for someone else. (laughs) I saw Howard and Jessica Chastain. People confuse those two people all the time. What like literally. I
0: literally, know Jessica Chastain. Who's? Oh yeah, I could totally see them mixing her up. Oh, Jessica Chastain, I think looks better than Bryce Dallas Howard too. So should have put her for cast her in that role instead. You know? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just I, I think my boyfriend was the one who mentioned that that uh, noted that like oh she's come out and and, and admitted this like okay. Yeah, it's not a woman that. versus man thing necessarily. Like, it's going to no. be like, who wants to see, like, which actor more, though? Like, Chris Pratt is huge.
2: Like, I think if you put, again, what, years later now, Chris Pratt versus Jester Lawrence, they probably both are huge draws. Mm. Him, though, still maybe more because, I don't know, he's got that, the draw for the, like, middle American. Like, that I don't know that a lot of actors actually have, besides, like, Tom Cruise. And it's like, when you're comparing an actor to Tom Cruise, it's kind of hard to put anyone else on that same level
0: (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to draw.
3: Uh
0: so there are a few chats that I want to go back to, but also you now JB's Detective Pikachu is Ryan Reynolds, who's not in Jurassic World Domination. Chris Pratt, who's in D- Dominican, is not in Pikachu. And then he said, "Autocorrect, having fun today." But Ryan, but we're talking about the human who's in Detective Pikachu, unless you're joking about that. But I can't tell from all of the autocorrect. But <laughs> Dominican. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to backtrack too because I think was it JB or someone who suggested there needs to be a TV show. Um of D or the oh yeah, there it is. Um, a good TV show based on d uh D game where the PCs the players can die any episode and come back with a new character next week or someone else can step in. I kinda like I want to do that. Yeah, like exactly. do a stream. We can just stream that. No, I'm I'm i don't like killing off anyone, but it's a fun thing. Like we can play D D and just stream it. I'm down for that. Um
2: I I think that is an untapped idea for because I think people would not have a problem you know, with that? A Jeezy's idea that they like, and then the actors back next week with a completely new character. Oh, yeah, like yeah. So I, think I
0: think people big names. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's the what is it called? There's mutant crawl classics, and then and dungeon crawl classics. So, and which one do I have? Um, but we mutant, but like you, you, it's like really hard. Like you make like five different characters a person per player because they're going to die like you're level zero or something to just make it to level one and you go through and they're like, well, maybe one of these is going to make it out. because like you go through and just like might die instantly. So, but I think it's just, if you have something where it's just super intense and like, yeah, your character died, now you're coming back and you're playing. And that's fun too. Cause if you have like good actors and like, Oh, I'm going to play this charismatic bard or I'm going to play this uh, obnoxious paladin or something though. I like inverting, subverting the the stereotypes and stuff too and it play um oh.
2: i do want to say though that i haven't seen michelle rodriguez in a movie in a while like Isn't there was a period the that's moment? the barbarian yeah, yeah. i mean, i recognize her she seems mm. much older than she is but uh she it feels there was a time period there where she was in like every movie pretty much but she has been like not it felt like she was not in anything lately and it's it's odd to see her again. I I don't know how I feel about that because like she was kind of, she did kind of get tired. Like as because she almost always plays the same character. Like it is this this strong badass like military type mm-hmm. <laughs> like who doesn't take any shit. She's one of the guys. Like oh like it's like oh you need you need that person well let's hire Michelle Rodriguez like that was like what they did <laughs> for a long time and it was like I, and that's I'm so like it's, yeah she's back doing it again but it's okay. been a while so maybe yeah. I'm okay with
0: it I forgot about it yeah yeah that's like okay like you've you exhausted your 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 one thing that you do and but now yeah yeah because like I, I kept wondering why she, familiar. she was just like oh you're an older version of Yourself from before. Okay, I get it. um Also, <laughs> Johnny Boy suggested the first D and D movie for a, as a good candidate for a bad movie night. So I made note of that and post that in Discord later. uh is it called? Oh, wait, what's Ramble on Misty Mountain Hop? Is that the name? Um, ramble on Misty. Are oh, you just saying that? But every word was capitalized, so it seems like a name. Oh. Uh well I see a four non blonde song called Misty Mountain huh uh okay was there okay else? by
2: the first one the first D and D movie does he mean the nineteen eighty three one uh because there's also one that came out in two thousand
0: yeah yeah that's the one I remember there. the one in two yeah. thousand I haven't seen any I don't think I've ever watched a D and D movie.
2: I see. I know about the two thousand one because I remember the trailers. I was not alive in nineteen eighty three, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. But and I, I remember them because Jeremy Irons is in it, and that's really weird. And Marlon Wayans for no good reason.
0: <laughs> um,
2: all right. Well, I, I both
0: are probably bad, so we could probably put, put both. Um, wait, where is I at in? I'm just going to start with Crazy Cat Guy. I, I keep forgetting who I put on screen and who I haven't, so. Um, G-Man says that oh, Carter said he's too old to watch the show. This show or D&D stuff? And probably this series, which, okay, which is good. I was telling Coley before the stream, I think, before or on, I don't remember, uh, about how... I mentioned to Carter on Tuesday during our team meeting how I've been playing his Beyonce rap clip um, multiple times the last couple episodes. <laughs> he didn't. He was not aware of this, and then he said, "I hate you. I hate you so much right now." So <laughs> he,
2: I was surprised. He had no idea you were doing that. I was not <laughs> surprised.
0: I knew that he had no idea, and that's why I keep playing. Well, part of the reason, also, it's just hilarious. So, in light of G-Man mentioning that he's too old to watch this show, I'm going to play the clip now, too.
2: Cool it down, 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 my pretty bad, bad bitch. Make the bad, bad glitchy. Fine, fine, for fine, for fine, fine, fine.
0: Ah, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Carter. Thank you for that. Never gets old. Um, Jer- the one with Jeremy Irons and Sean Wayans. So I don't know, those sound like 80s names, right? Monsters They're names not.
2: Are- I oh. mean, Jeremy Irons was around during the 80s, but no, it's not the 83 movie. Oh, it's not and about t he-
0: We're gonna watch both. About the t- There's t- no t- way t- that the 83 movie is going to be good. Yeah, it says both D&D movies are equally bad, but good fun, so it's JB. Um, this show, he says he doesn't get all the pop culture references from G Man, yeah. Um, except he was referencing, wasn't it on, on Narrative Dissonance? He referenced Death Note, which is an anime, like, didn't go into detail about it to hear
1: that he it. referenced it,
0: yeah. Like, I know he's watched it, like, we've talked about like a, a few different anime before, but like, he just threw that out there and but like without any real context, he just kind of talked like, what do you say, like, the notebook yeah. Death Note or something I'm, like. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> but I don't think anyone else gets that reference. Maybe like it's weird from him.
2: I will be right back. I'm gonna okay. feed the monsters. All
0: right, the monsters. Um, Jimmy said Carter is what my generation would call too square for this show. I'm 15 older, 15 years older than he is. Are you? I mean, depends how old you think he is. I know. Um, he always says that he's older than he looks, but. Who knows how old he looks. Uh all right. Well, we've got a D D thing. Was there anything else that I think that's kind of it? Alex left to go um feed her cats, but I kinda of, oh, oh, I guess we can talk. Uh Cole, you were here for the bad the talking about bad movie night. We watched Double Dragon yeah. the other night. We can we can go into that a little bit and then wrap up because I it's dark outside. I need to put the birds away. But sure. um so we watched Double Dragon, and then was it 1994 classic movie about two brothers, one uh, Asian and one that was white, but apparently looked kind of Asian. Um, what was his name? Scott something. Um, and they, what was the plot line? There's the bad guy. They had like magical necklace pieces and the bad guy who was played by, what's his name? Robert Patrick. Is that the right name?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: I just know him from season like eight and nine of X-Files. And he's been, he's done a bunch of other things too. But, uh, double, oh, oh, that's right. Double Dragon is a, I did, re- I forgot this, but I did know it is that it's a video game initially. And so then they just made the movie, um, yeah. based off of the game. But I was trying which to
1: try beat
0: beat 'em up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, which just means that just like a mortal Kombat? kind of thing. Is that what beat em up?
1: Uh no, Mortal Kombat is an actual fighter. A fighter is you have you playing a character, your opponents playing a character, you face each other mm-hmm. on the screen and y- you hit buttons to hit each other. A beat 'em up is generally, if it's multiplayer, generally co op. Oh, so okay, you both okay. in the same direction, beating up the bad guys as you move usually oh, like to the right. Roller? Yeah. Okay. Usually
0: that's how beat 'em ups
1: um, work.
0: I think like Ninja Turtles and yeah, Simpsons. like they've played like games that like are on that kind of arcade thing when you do it that and way. I believe
1: would be beat em ups as well.
0: Um yeah, yeah, okay. But they uh so 19- there's so many double tracks Like there's a TV series that nineteen ninety three, and then you had the film nineteen ninety-four. So we had Scott Wolf well, Scott Wolf was uh one of the brothers, and then um who was not. Asian but passed off. Alyssa Milano was in it, and it was Robert Patrick. I remembered the name. It was two first names of, of like, a white guy. was kind of guessing, <laughs> but got there and nailed it. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, they had to go and, and uh, you know, take down Robert Patrick and use their powers of, like, their half dragon necklaces, and eventually became a double dragon. And it was way better than Rhodey, so... <laughs> i don't i think roadie really is like i think everything can beat roadie that was just like the worst thing that i've seen
2: i did not watch double dragon i I, I watched roadie i made the mistake of watching I'm watching i know
0: I'm just, i mean <laughs> you're still not missing anything with double dragon it's okay like that's again the plot was very basic as far as most <laughs> there were high schoolers too she was supposed to be like 17 um so she But she was, like, part of some sort of weird gang, but then they cared about kids, so then they had, like, this weird underground, like, play center or something. And it was, like, a post-apocalyptic world, and and the far-off distant future of 2007. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it
1: was lightly apocalyptic, though. It wasn't, like, full-blown deserts and bottle caps yeah, it, it, it was just like a little dilapidated
0: they had like home like people still lived in regular houses but then you had a lot of people dressed as if it was like fully post-apocalyptic right so they were living like grungy it was los angeles called new angeles and then so they still had like regular city life but it was just like in the mix of crazy apocalyptic people who are like behaving as if the whole world's ended and like what are you doing did like they
1: yeah. ever explain what the big earthquake stuff was about did they no. ever they i don't think so uh
0: i know i don't think they ever did i think you're just supposed to be like yep some big earthquake happened and, and hurt everyone and um okay because yeah. oh, usually when it's like play- oh yeah read that Okay, uh, just hold your thought, um, Johnny Boy. Quick draw! Thank you for the super chat. A small donation, so Beverly can buy a few more colors. I like purple as much as the next person, but maybe throw some burnt sienna or fuchsia in there. I'd say that some of this has like fuchsia and like the in the background. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny Boy. I couldn't afford other colors. Um, what were you saying, Cole?
1: Um, Just that usually when there's like a big earthquake thing going on, and they're all like, uh, yeah, and the the ripples. Kept going and stuff like. Usually, it's like supernatural hmm. when you have supernatural stuff in the movie. In the movie, yeah, that there. So, like, purpose. it's completely unrelated. It's like, uh, here's these two halves of an amulet that give mystical powers, and also, and also, earthquakes happened. Yeah, like not really, <laughs> just they happened. Maybe it would have been better, like
0: if like the history of the necklace, and not not like super long ago, but like maybe like the person who was trying to get it beforehand in trying to do so, it split the necklace and it caused this giant earthquake and everything fell apart and now they're trying to, like, put it back to, or something. I don't know. But, like, yeah, I agree that they should have written in that the earthquake had a reason to be there.
1: But, um... I think they just wanted that setting.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And G-Man also asks, wasn't he in the Dragon Ball movie? Uh... Who? The... Who's was in the Dragon Ball movie? The Dragon Ball Evolution? I never saw
1: Dragon Ball Oh Evolution. my god, Dragon Ball Evolution is also experience. a very, very viable bad movie night contender. Yeah, it is it. not a good movie. Have ever
2: seen it too? Okay. Especially <laughs> well, you too. if
1: you know Dragon Ball because oh, oh my god. No. Oh god, that. I love the Dragon Ball and uh-huh.
2: that that movie that. was fucking painful. Just see like I was already I was in, in high school when that movie came out, and just looking uh-huh. at the posters and seeing the trailers, I was like, this is not fucking Dragon Ball. What the hell did they yeah. do? And it was obvious. Goku never dead. went to high school. He never <laughs> went to I high don't school. Now that he went to school. <laughs> His hair yes. was and who they hired to be Goku? It was like this is just <coughs> weird and terrible.
1: <laughs> oh man, too. Oh, Oma and oh. Piccolo, and just everything was just—it was just so gone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. okay so we're definitely gonna have to watch it because i have no content i mean i when i saw like trailer it, i was like this seems bad and i'm not interested in watching but now <laughs> i think that for bad movie night we should so we'll have to do it sometime
2: for uh, for a adequate action comedy slash horror you should watch day Shift. yeah that's
0: what we're gonna do next we're gonna talk i was saving that because we wanted to talk about it this week but someone had better Mm -hmm. things to do um so (laughs) we we will talk about day shift next week and what was the other thing uh uh, there were two things that we were that you
2: i think i said uncharted was number two on netflix
0: oh yeah 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 so i'll have to oh oh, is it okay that's the one with spider-man kid right
2: Yes, Tom Holland. I was like, what do you mean? And then there was something about, oh yeah, the Resident Evil TV show finally came out on Netflix. Oh. So it was like oh, Resident yeah. Evil and Uncharted are both adaptations of video game franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and like... I don't know. Like the Resident Evil movies are not that good. Like they get worse over time. By the way, like I watched almost mm-hmm. all of them, and they get really like, like what the fuck is he doing? the di- The director, who's uh, also apparently uh, the star's husband. So- oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, explaining why he uh, kept he kept making those movies, and then he adapted uh, Monster Hunter World, another. Uh, video game franchise. Also uh-huh. still, still, still starring her because Because she's a great actress. Yeah, that was why.
1: <laughs> That's why. Really no, it's
2: not because he wants to get laid to be... when he goes to home at night. It's because...
1: yeah. <laughs> So they I didn't know they did one for Monster Hunter World. Mm-hmm. I okay. Didn't,
2: I didn't go watch it. I didn't I didn't see it because I found out he he. Endangers stunt actors when he films.
3: Oh.
2: And I was oh, like, really? okay, that's a little, that's like a, like, I'm not necessarily one to like boycott things, but I was like, someone died. Someone literally died on oh set because he changed how they were doing this, the stunt and didn't communicate to the stunt oh. team. And Someone else the had people that ability.
0: matters most to,
2: yeah, exactly. And they had been complaining for years about on Resident Evil sets about him and how he handled stunts. Wow! And someone died, and I was like, and we this guy still gets to make movies yeah. that involve stunts. Why did why do people keep working with him? So it was <laughs> like I don't really want to like I I don't want to support that. Like I'm not usually that person, but I was like I don't want to. So i, I sure. Sure. when people are and I also really figured dying it's not actually gonna be good. You know, it's yeah. not like it's not like you're dying for some great movie. It's also right, yeah. a very bad movie, What's I'm enough? sure.
0: <laughs> <my> <laughs> sacrifice. Um also G-Man has said earlier, never mind, it was a different guy. You say just confusing asian people then is that <laughs> what
2: was happening to
0: you, like, all Asians <laughs> look the same to you because
2: the guy in the dragon ball um, movie isn't asian i don't think
0: um i don't even know um justin <laughs> chatwin uh <laughs> so are you saying all white people look the same to you is that <laughs> he's canadian are they is scott wolf also can is that who you're comparing it to scott wolf Oh, Canadian. George
2: mentions that Alec Baldwin shot someone. I know, uh, like yeah. Everyone heard about that when that happened, though. Mm-hmm. When that stunt actor died, like, no one heard about it. Because there was, like, because it was like, oh, was, no one on the set was famous, so no one gave a shit at the time. And it was like, that's <laughs> not a reason to talk right. about this or not. Matter.
0: Yeah. Um. There and GB says there's an uncharted fan film with Nathan Fillion. That's about a million times better than what Netflix did, which I that made me go mouth agape because i love Nathan Fillion and, and I've talked before. I'm like, I want to do like a Nathan Fillion episode. Just everything. <laughs> I
2: love that. He is awesome. He,
0: uh-huh. Um Motown had shown me, I didn't know it was a uh, what is it, like PG? porn videos or something though. What? But Nathan Fillion I, th- I don't think he's only in the one but so it's just they, they go in and what was it? He like played some sort of uh, construction worker but like nothing actually happened. It was just like but they like had like the lead up to it but it was so it was like a parody of it though too but Nathan Fillion played like the the hunky construction worker. I forget how <laughs> it ended now but um, but yeah so I had to check off another thing. I was just listening to the Dr. Horrible soundtrack the other day um, cause I'm going through and playing all each album on my phone in order for the first episode. Uh. Um, but this is going. I was in the D's, but, uh, yeah, I love Nathan Fillion. So just a whole episode about him. Or, um,
2: which titles would you want to cover for a Nathan Fillion episode?
0: All of them. Oh
2: God. <laughs> You said two TV shows, right? <laughs> no, three. It's yeah, I was
0: three gonna say TV shows. <laughs> is the rookie. I am still working on Castle. Um, and you had Firefly. Uh, what else? Uh, Doc, he was Doctor Horrible. He he just has so many things. So I at least want to like mention all of them. <laughs> but I don't know which. It's probably at least those ones. Then I'd like to talk about. I don't because I don't even know at all else he's done. Either so I need to like go
2: oh, He's in *Blast from the Past*.
0: Mm, I don't know rom-com? that
2: one. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, it stars um, uh, Alicia Silverstone and uh, um, Brendan Fraser. Fraser, and yeah, he is like someone who like wants to take her out on a date or something. Like it's not a big part, <laughs> and it, and it's kind of funny because it's just like oh that's Nathan Fillion and he's not famous at the time that the movie came out like he's not huge yeah yeah so it's like oh, it, like looking back on it it's like oh wow that's weird I didn't expect him Uh
0: he yeah. <laughs> is in is in that movie too okay definitely need to look that it's up. a
2: fun it's a fun movie it is definitely worth watching.
0: Brennan Fraser has not aged well, but maybe he's just pretty, he's older now. I don't know. Oh, uh, he
2: went through some hardcore shit. Like, oh,
0: really? Okay.
2: Yeah, he did. Like Psychologically, he went through some hard stuff.
0: Uh, uh, I used to like uh, uh, appearance-wise, but maybe that was just a bad pic, a couple of bad pictures. Maybe he's working, working on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe those are older. Looks better now. Um, but okay, yeah. So at some point, Nathan filling. But next week, we'll do Day Shift, We'll see what else we're gonna uh, talk about too. But um, I think that's kind of all I have for today. And I need to go make sure my birds haven't been eaten now that it's dark outside. Okay. So anything else for you from you two or for you two? Do I have anything to give? No. <laughs> 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 I don't okay. think so okay so
2: well, missy
0: always has something to say i'm so glad that she's there to add and to fill in the silence. <laughs> but uh all right well thank you uh guys for watching and um thank you coley and alex thank you coley for guest hosting thank you alex for not hating me enough
2: <laughs> for, for that you don't know whether or not i hate you well, i have said i said enough
0: that you were willing to show up though like so I, so i know i mean like that. there's still a level but like it's not so much that ch- you like refuse
2: yeah
0: <laughs> like, Oh, crazy cat guy is a super sticker i don't know what it looks like though oh it's a cat wait or uh, cat it might be a fox, a fox? Yeah, it's orange fox waving bye-bye um yeah we have like I three on of the them. tail i think it's a fox is there a tail Oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. That, yep, that definitely that was just a fat <laughs> paw. Okay. I like seeing it, uh, you have to go to the YouTube side because Streamyard doesn't uh, show stream it. So, so then I yeah, yeah. So then I just have, to have both windows up. It's annoying that Streamyard doesn't. Yeah. Show. I bet.
2: I have it up on my phone. Oh yeah. So I follow it. This just, is how I've been doing it forever. For, I know, like, I'll see you, like,
0: look on your phone for... Uh, for yeah, for, a for live mm-hmm. stream. I, mm-hmm. Like, if I...
2: It looks weird because, like, often I, during my live streams for games, I, like, look over here and I'm talking... And I'm talking to chat, even mm-hmm. though my camera is up here. Figured
0: out though. Like when when I watch your streams and stuff, and I look over, I'm like, oh, she's just she's using it on her phone so that way she can see it while she has the game. Like I, I mean, like I can i figured it out. I've deduced it, so it's okay. I, <laughs> I have to have it. it
2: closer to me because of how blind I am. No. Otherwise, okay. I wouldn't be able to read the text. And games will like take up your whole screen and stuff too. So
0: then it's hard to like. It's easier. I I do stuff on my phone a lot too because especially if I'm screen. Sharing something, then I forget that I'm sharing. I did that with Bad Movie. I, <laughs> <starting laughs> I looked up the actor that I saw in there and I forgot that I was sharing the window, not just the tab. So when I made a new tab, it was like, oh, um, mm. I mean, you can tell it's not a cat because it's waving, not flipping you off. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, JP. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I've 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 act- and I've done that on air too, like with like cafee breaks, so where I've just accidentally I forgot that I was currently screen sharing. I'm like, oh, I want to look this thing up, and I just open a new tab while like they're talking about stuff, and I'm like, whoops! Gotta,
1: <laughs> gotta, gotta <laughs> not that know, was somebody. pretty funny though, because you said I'm gonna stop looking stuff up during the last movie night, and then you immediately went to look something else up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I meant on screen, wasn't I looking up on my phone? <laughs>
2: no you, you you
1: were you were like we were like yeah the, the the when we were watching double dragon you you looked something up and we're like we can all see that and then you were like oh shoot right and then you're like oh i need to look this thing up oh no i won't look it up because i have it shared but then you looked it up anyway <laughs> you, like two seconds I-
2: later
0: I thought I grabbed it. I broke it from the window, so you weren't seeing it. <laughs> no, we were seeing
2: <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't. Know.
2: She's looking up vibrators while you guys are at- laughing. So afraid of that, I'm like gonna look up something
0: bad though, because sometimes whatever I'm doing, I'm like. I just get curious about something, like it'll like click in, I'm like, oh, what's this thing? And I'll look it up, but I think I think it was afterward where I was just like, once I was done looking it up, then I'm like, then I'm not gonna, and I don't think I did anymore, or if I did, I did on my phone, so I wasn't touching the computer anymore. So that's how I was able to, to stop myself, but I, I have like 20 tabs right now too, because like throughout the show, I'm just like looking up, like opening up, right, things and, of and things and stuff, so it's a mess. But um, okay, thank you guys again. I updated then credits a little <laughs> bit more too, just add more text. Um, so that's fun. Uh, I need to re-update it with the new, new baby uh, goose though. But okay, thank you everyone. Ha- we don't have anything tomorrow. Please like, share, subscribe, donate if you donate, you can join our Discord server as, for as little as a dollar a month, and then we can hang out in there and do bad movie nights and game nights and things.
2: Did you tell them about Book Club? <laughs> not yet.
0: I was about. I didn't do any housekeeping up front, because I keep forgetting. Um, <laughs> okay.
2: I wasn't sure, because I missed it. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, share, subscribe. What else do we have? So, next week we've got same old, same old. There's nothing, like, particularly stand-out, outish Um And Book Club is... September was this on September 25th of the uh, satanic verses by Salman Rushdie Whew, okay and <laughs> 12 p.m eastern I'm just like remembering by syllable and not by like actual <laughs> words here um and I also the satanic verses, I keep thinking, I want to say Savage Worlds, which is a RPG, but like, so like, I don't know I why, know savage but Worlds, yeah. Uh, really, yeah, I'm playing that tomorrow night. Um, but I think it's just like satanic and savage, like it's stuck in my head. So then I, every time I think about it, like I have to to swap it out. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. So that is the next book club and followed by, what is it October 30th for, what was the other book that we were going to do?
2: Slaughterhouse-Five. Slaughterhouse-Five, Five,
0: that's right.
2: By Kurt Vonnegut.
0: Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> I might not read the book, but I did find an ebook comic of the, the graphic novel done by Ryan North, who I love. Um, so that was free from like my library thing online. So I might just I was, I was it.
2: I I read Slaughterhouse Five in grad school for my uh like my contemporary lit test oh my gosh. comprehensive exam. And it's It's one of the easier books to read, honestly. It's pretty short. Um, It's, I mean, the narrative is all over the place, but it's very short. Yeah. Uh, And the the prose isn't very, like, dense, I would say. So that one's not a hard read. I, I, while I love Salman Rushdie's prose style, he is very, like, musical. And I want to say, like fantastical in how he composes his prose. So that one's actually gonna be harder. I'm doing yeah. the audiobook mm-hmm. version, which is always really fun, um, because of how that he how he writes his prose. But
0: yeah, that's what I'm doing yeah, I think I'm doing the audiobook of it too. I like so in chat here, after JB mentioned eight percent of people admit to looking up sex toys online, the other ninety two percent are lying, immediately after mm-hmm. we got some sort of porn <gasps> bot that came into in the <laughs> chat. And we like, apparently you can summon bots my bad. <laughs> 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 I like popped up with like seven <laughs> different chats and things all at once. Um, and yeah, that's what Johnny Boy says. Wow, the best adult dating. That's quite a claim because the name was Love Chat One XYZ, best adult dating site. <laughs>
1: Wait, who's running the kid dating sites?
2: (laughs) Yeah, thanks for... Good point. Why do you (laughs) have
3: to
2: to (laughs) qualify that? Uh Yeah.
0: Um, Oh, Tom Hannock says, if you like surprise endings, watch Radius. You'll hate it. Um, Okay, it's on Netflix. Write that down for Radius, too. Is it a bad movie
2: potential then? Um, Uh, I was talking to someone today and t- yesterday and the day before probably about the movie short aid which is one of my favorite movies of all time uh, and i i imagine you've never seen it mm-hmm. really That's a this good, is not imagine yeah uh, it's not something for bad movie night it is something that you just need to see
0: okay well uh, we have another discord channel for yeah. that too that really, really, <laughs> it really is, <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's the best Hitchcock movie that he never made.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Charade. Oh, Johnny Boy posted Saw. I have seen Saw. and I've talk- Actually, I have. He posted it in the movies that everyone needs to see. And I talked about this before, on I think on air, where, because I was bothered by the sound effects of it. Because I remember a knife coming out of the cake that went shing. As if the cake was metal, like what a sound that like a metal knife hitting it would make a shing sound. Like that's I've I've Mm. baked and sliced a bunch of cakes and I've never heard that (laughs) shing sound come from
1: it when you slice your bread.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Especially like those old Sam Raimi TV shows where everything made a sound.
0: <laughs> yeah. Everything makes a punching sound effect no matter what you do. Oh man, I want to edit something like that now. Like you pick up yeah. a cup and there's punch
2: sound. <laughs> I saw this great live stream once where someone was interviewing Bruce Campbell, Kevin Sorbo, and um, not Sam Raimi. It's the, it's the brother who's the actor. I can't remember his name. But, of Sam Raimi's brother, yeah, uh, the yeah. other Raimi, yeah, not and Ivan Raimi either. <laughs> like it starts with a J, I think. But um, interviewing um, all three um, of it was them, a Ted like, Raimi. Ted Raimi, yeah, it was Ted Raimi. It's uh, J. Yeah, in interviewing all three of them at the same time, and they were like talking about back when they were doing like Hercules and Xena and everything, and it was so awesome because like apparently Bruce Campbell directed a lot of the episodes. And they were doing it in New Zealand. And, you know, that's the show that, like, everything makes a bunch of sense <laughs> <laughs> It was a very awesome interview because, like, someone made a joke about, like, oh, like, I think Ted Ramey said, like, oh, yeah, I was in the gym, too. Like, to Kevin Sorbo, who's, you know, the hot bod guy. And then Kevin Sorbo said, the last time I saw you was in a gym. So, <laughs> like those three were pretty fun to see like interact actually
0: that's awesome all right so mm-hmm. it was, and a charade is the name of it. i put that in yes Carrie so, grant what, and audrey hepburn will and people have talked about too wanting to do like a good movie night and watching them which i'm kind of picky about because sometimes i'm like if i want to watch a movie i don't want people talking over it mm-hmm. it's gonna be good so i'm iffy on that but <laughs> Uh, but I can also handle it depending on it. So maybe we'll do that too. Got bad every night. I'm thinking I want to do more gaming stuff too. It doesn't always have to be Left 4 Dead. That just happens to be what I'm playing, but I kind of <laughs> want to do like Cards Against Humanity, although they just had, like, they did a virtue signal thing recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they, yeah, but I know that there's an online version. Johnny Boy had, had shared it with me before, and I don't know. So we could do like Jackbox games or something. So we'll do another game night somehow and see if we can get people For to... Another- keep talking and Keep talking, yeah. <laughs> well uh, but, uh, oh gosh, yeah, tree surgeon, you are late.
3: <laughs> yeah, we're almost oh, yeah. done. Like, yeah,
0: we're, we were technically wrapping up like 20 minutes ago and then got distracted and kept going. Yes. So, yeah, like, so welcome ready. and goodbye, tree surgeon. <laughs> it's nice to see you around. Um, but I have to go make sure this baby goose is still alive and then bring in some ducks <laughs> And lock up some chickens. (laughs) They're imprisoned. But uh, all right. Thank you again, guys in chat and gals uh, on screen. Because again, I'm pretty sure we have all males in chat. (laughs) (laughs) That is our demographic. (laughs) Um, Have a good night. And then we did all uh, all of the housekeeping. Come join us in Discord. We're lonely. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to unsafe space, check out our deep content library that includes
2: discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com slash donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our unsafe space discord server which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there.
4: Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production is known by the state of California to cause unregulated ideation that may be harmful to bureaucrats. Association with the following individuals, Or tacos? Is strictly prohibited? Apropos of nothing, I was just wondering how would you feel about another pandemic? Your president is in full control of his mental faculties. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't think about it, I mean, that's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice Curtis Never mind, that last line is fake news.